0: boys in the huddle podcast it's ricky trey and joe back for another episode and we got the collective i don't think we've been together since we were in uh jersey together at broadway's crib and we did yeah, the, we um, have. uh what was it kyle and the magic tiger episode which is a uh, one of our better episodes Y'all so need to check that out we got ron voyage and coach harrigan in the building what's going on fellas
1: what's happening my man you know what I'm saying we backed the huddles together you know what I'm saying we expanded it the Jay Harrigan in the building what's up Jay what's
0: going on man nigga living it up nigga shit
1: yeah damn this nigga just put on his bedroom voice and shit nigga you can speak <laughs> up it's alright
0: <laughs> <laughs> nigga well, it's Barry why I know you quarantined with a uh, brothel and shit what's going on what's going on nigga
1: nigga over there sounded like a straight creep and shit
0: nigga what's up <laughs>
2: quarantine in the world man it might change it might change the tone a little bit
0: that's true that's true but um how's everybody holding up it's crazy out here man we're seeing i'm seeing the nurses on instagram talking about what's going on and you know people dying it's heartbreaking man this is this is a scary time man. everybody doing all right
2: yeah i've been i've been um just you know praying for the best hoping everybody's doing well out there but trying to find all these good things that have come of this like you know i mean just being able to relax a little bit um spend time with loved ones um, or rest and and, and those type of things so trying to make the best out of a, a bad situation
1: that's pretty much uh yeah I think we're pretty much on the same page with that man. This shit is getting um <clears throat> you know it's 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 still weird, man. It's still weird. And then when you just put it all together and you just think about it it's like this will probably be our our lives for for quite a while. You know what I mean? Like it's not just something that's going to change in a month. And that's the that's the craziest part about it all.
0: Right. This is definitely changing uh-huh. I mean, uh, everything. Yeah, I didn't
2: didn't get that at the beginning. At the beginning, I thought it was going to be something that was going to last for like a month or two. And Mm -hmm. like you said, this is completely changing everything.
0: I'm surprised you didn't try to out me and shit, because you used to be, I was telling you it was the media. (laughs) We was going to
1: get to that. We was going to get to that. Well, he opened up the door. Do tell I me mean, it's,
0: a, it's a hoax. I didn't say it was a hoax, nigga. I'm not Donald Trump. I a, did not say that. What I was saying was about 60,000 people die from the flu every year. We're at mm-hmm. like 26,000 or so. And, and I get it more so now. I'm not Donald Trump. I can admit when I was wrong. I mean, this is more contagious. It's some real shit. But initially, because. Of the information that we were getting, I'm like, all right, there's like a thousand people dead. And RIP to those people, we don't take that lightly. But if you track the flu and a lot of these other diseases, you know, with tens of thousands of people die every year from these things. So, you know, I just, I was naive to the fact this is some real shit and everybody has to take it serious.
2: I mean, I get that. I like, I'm I've always been into like conspiracies, the media overplaying things, all of that, I get that. But when people are dying and you start talking about sickness, I'd rather be safe than sorry and find out that it was a hoax or something mm-hmm. later. Like I'm <laughs> I wanna be Stop
0: safe. using the word hoax, nigga. I never said <laughs> it was a hoax. <laughs> I never said that.
2: You and
0: your boy, uh, Buzz. <laughs> hey, I'm I'm able to admit I was wrong because I and, and still we're at 26,000. that's still less than the flu, but this is something that the hospitals and that infrastructure wasn't prepared for. So it's mm-hmm. different. You know what I mean? And, well, and even just that. Also, people didn't take it serious. He well, didn't take it serious because the leadership that's in place And we're going to get into that It's going to be more of a political episode You know, right or wrong But, you know, the things that are going on within sports Are a direct correlation or transaction effect Of what we're seeing from, from the government So, you know, it all is all relative So we're going to get into that But there's two things that I want to correct Before we get started Cause I was just thinking about this and you know, they have like the stat boy on um, around the horn. It's two things in, in boys in the huddle history that have to be corrected. The movie madness episode, Ron, you remember that? You came down to Virginia when I, I was did. there at the time and we made above the rim, the number one, Movie from basketball, football movies ever created. That was a mistake. Yeah. I watched Above the Rim the other day. It's not that damn good. <laughs> like it was yeah. great at the time, but it's not, it doesn't It doesn't stand the test of time. It's not I'ma better than what, White Men Can't room. Jump. It's not better than White Men Can't I'ma Jump. Tell you what, we fucked up. Yep. I was just about, that's what I was getting ready to do. We you. fucked up. I
1: watched White Men Can't Jump last week. White Men Can't Jump is a banging movie, even right now. <clears throat>
0: We fucked up. It's and yeah. even um, uh, Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Lights is better than Above the Rim. It just is. You know, it's, yeah. culturally, oh, you it's, all sports movies.
2: Wait a minute, I thought you just said basketball movies. It was basketball and movies? football movies. Oh, just basketball, football.
0: Yeah, just basketball and football. We didn't we incorporate in anything Titan
3: else. Better than that.
0: Remember, the Titans is better than that, too. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll be honest. We fucked up. If y'all want to go back and listen to the movie Madness episode, feel free. But I'm admitting that we fucked up. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. This, yeah, I might have
1: to give that a listen during my quarantine. And yeah, you ain't got what
2: nothing I'm else ranked. to do. You said there was another one, right? You said you got another one. There's point.
0: another one. And Jason, I think you were on this episode where we we had the who you wit segment which we're going to do one of those today. But we spoke about who should the black community be more concerned with. Dame dash or Antonio Brown. I think it was a consensus at the time that it was AB. Changing my vote. It's Dame fucking dash. What happened with Dame? Dame is crazy. We can't save him. <laughs> he, we, he's he's unsavable. Dame is unsavable, and he doesn't have any money. Ab showed he's got thirty million in the bank. He'll be fine. It's Dame Dash. <laughs> Dame is, is fucked up, financially, spiritually, mentally. We can't fuck. We can't. We can't co-sign this shit no more. Like but nigga, you, what happened?
1: I don't know what happened. What happened to Dame?
0: I mean, I just follow him on Instagram, and me and Jason send, every time there's a Dame update, because Jason knows I've always fucked with Dame in the past. No different than the coronavirus. I'm I'm here to admit my mistakes. <laughs> 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 this nigga's
1: falling all over the soul of
0: I'm here to admit <laughs> my mistakes, and... Is
1: nigga what what is something going on with you where you wanna share everything
0: they was going nah, what's going on? No, I'm just I'm just I'm just I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed. They had the Vlad and the Vlad and Adam twenty two. Yo, when
1: niggas get ready to write all of their wrongs in life, that means something very bad
2: has happened, you know? No, nah, it's <laughs> He's just got to this nigga. He's done checking us out. I, I right. guess
0: I guess so. But, you know, Vlad and Adam twenty two who a lot of people were coin as culture vultures and just openly just talking about Dame like he ain't shit. And as Jason said, at that point, you know the nigga's done. <laughs> you know what I mean? You got two culture vultures freely without any retribution just saying, we just going to just trash this nigga <laughs> in front of everybody. And he just, he shows like, so they came at him about how he deals with his kids. And now he's suing WeTV T V based on the, um, what's it called? Um, going up hip hop show, which he signed on to do. He was an executive producer at the time. Now he's suing them because of how he feels that they defamated his character or whatever. But then he puts a, a post up on Instagram where it's like, dog, this doesn't help your case. Like you don't let anybody talk. You're talking to them. Like they don't matter. Like, this doesn't, it's just a lot of shit with that nigga, man. And and if you really think about what he preaches, it's not smart business if we're being real. Mm. Like, he spends his own money, and he likes to tote that. Like, oh, I spend my own money, and I don't ask for anybody. I'm a boss because I spend my own. Nigga, that's stupid. Yeah. Vince McMahon just just filed for bankruptcy (coughs) with XFL. I'm pretty sure he didn't spend a whole lot of his own money on that. So he can file for bankruptcy and then that just takes a hit on the business and doesn't affect your personal credit, especially if you're talking to young black people. If I decide tomorrow I want to go invest in real estate and flip houses, if I don't set up a business account first and get loans, those projects may go bad. And then now i fucked up my own personal account because of my personal credit because I said... I'm going to go ahead and use my own money and say those fucking investments go wrong. Then now my whole shit is fucked up. Nobody uses their own money. Like that's just bad business advice that he's trying to spew out there. And I get what he's saying from ownership and entrepreneurship all about that. But Dame is fucked up, man. I'm just saying I'm changing my vote. It's Dame Dash. Pray for him. He needs help.
1: (laughs) anything else you want to tell us
0: man what's up <laughs> nah I just had to get that out the way <laughs> I mean I don't know right. if y'all see you are, it.
1: Anything you if y'all see it, do you, you do see like it differently no?
0: then, then you can speak on it but just something that's been on my mind the past couple of days <laughs> Just and right. Jason you were on that episode you're sticking with A.B. Are you going? Are you moving towards that?
2: Yeah. no, no, no. I mean, I think that it's a the time. Like when you get these the uh, uh, videos on Instagram, it's going to change your view. So, like, I haven't seen AB on Instagram lately. Nothing crazy came up. So right now, he's like out of sight, out of mind. Dame, got but AB big just showed
0: he got thirty million in the bank. Dame is telling yeah, yeah. his daughter he can't pay her uh school or whatever the fuck because the mom took the two million that he was supposed to get from um what's that nigga's name not tyler perry but the other Lee gay Lee nigga Lee. what's his name <laughs> what's his name Lee he's gay Lee what's his name what well, tyler perry had me yeah Lee, yeah, Lee Daniels. Lee Daniels. Daniels. Lee Daniels was supposed to give him $2 million for that settlement. And the mom confiscated it, both of his baby moms. And he's saying that's why he can't pay for the school. So clearly, Dame don't got millions. AB got 30 in the bank. He showed us. I think we need to be more concerned for Dame. I'm sorry.
2: I mean... I think that they both, you know, a little erratic. I see Dan got some shit with him, but you never know, like, what somebody got, because he could just be not trying to pay it. And it was like, you know, I mean, that's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah, I'm just trying to. 50 this did this that way.
0: shit, and I think Bow Wow think, did that right.
2: shit. If y'all think I'm broke, then dang, because I ain't giving her the money. You never know, you yeah. know what I mean? But the both of them off the hook. Think about it is, like, with AB, to go back to, the, like, now, like, AB, he depended on the sport. So the longer we got social distancing, the less. You know, I mean, he gotta make this money off the sport. If You are a businessman, and you know, it's different avenues. But you know, with social distancing, that could take away a year of football. And that's not good for somebody. He too. already
0: lost a year. He still got thirty. Yeah, I was just about so to say that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you got thirty million. Is on you, whether you fuck that up or not. Which he may very it well do that. But we'll see. There's no may about it. That shit is done. I wouldn't say that because clearly he hasn't fucked his money up to this point. Mm. He's in his 30s. You know what I mean? I mean, we see the antics, but that hasn't been financial. You know. But I just I had to get that this, out. Bro, he just got. It. He just got what? Got
3: that
0: money. He working out with Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. And who's on Baltimore? His cousin, Hollywood Brown. I wouldn't pass. I wouldn't put it past Jim Harbaugh. It could happen. I like that. It could happen. Hollywood and A B tandem, both ends of the field. Hmm. Like I haven't seen who Hollywood.
2: I gotta,
0: I gotta take a look. That, 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 that'd be a good look. I ain't gonna lie. We're going to get into this episode here A lot going on with the coronavirus Again, we're praying for everybody out there Especially the nurses Especially uh, You know, the people working at the grocery store, man Like, people got to really recognize That these people Hourly workers being forced to work Be around people to potentially catch the disease themselves Because they got to pay their bills They can't say, no, I'm not coming in I'm staying home Like, people need to Look out for them, man. Whether it's a fund that you do locally for your local grocers, grocers, something needs to be put in place for them because they're risking their lives. You know, I'm not going to say to the level of the nurses and the people in in the hospital, but let's keep it real. I I don't want to say they signed up for this because they didn't, but at the same time, they kind of did, which is totally different than someone that has to come to work at the grocery store. Like we need to really recognize those people as heroes right now because they are.
1: Yeah. they're keeping this whole thing going.
0: Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So definitely think about that. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, if you I don't know, you can tip your your cashier or start a GoFundMe, like something needs to happen for them. You know, yeah, I was gonna say maybe, maybe we don't have
1: it. to go so far as tipping them, but you know I definitely pray for them because prayers are free. All right. <laughs> so,
2: <let's
3: go>. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We, we
1: would like people, the money
0: that. You know. While we
1: love the money that jingles, we would love to have the money that folds. <laughs> I know.
0: Yeah, All right. Cool. Indeed. <laughs> no doubt. But um, I was curious, you guys are involved in youth sports, Jason, you as a coach, Ron as a father slash coach, how is this affecting that? Because I was watching actually right before this, they had the commissioner of the Little League World Series talking, and a little strange, he's like, I want to get the kids back on the field as soon as possible, be safe, but he's talking about how they have to get visas and fly kids in from all across the world. Oh like, are we serious? Is it that's, is it that serious that this takes place this year? Like wh- mm-hmm. for who, for what? Shout out to Ricky waters. Right. Like, right. What is going on that you feel like these kids need to be involved in this? And it's a great experience without a doubt, but if they miss out on it, it is not going to be the end of the world. But I'm just curious mm-hmm. of what you all are dealing with Ron Sonny's in baseball Jason AAU Sports, how has this affected those circuits, um, and even with like the recruiting and things of that nature? Are kids missing out on anything right now?
1: So I'll, I'll jump on real quick and just give you just from uh, from from Sonny's perspective, um, and and from just from the father perspective and wanting to see your kid play. Like man, this this sucks, man. You know what I'm saying? Because you know. He he's just coming off of a knee injury that ended his his, his his basketball season early, you know. So when when we at the the orthopedic doctor, you know, and he's saying you know you probably be out about eight to twelve weeks or whatever. Somebody's got it circled on his calendar. Like, all right, I can get back and then I could start freshman baseball and yada yada yada. And then when all of this goes down and it's canceled, it it, it was it was heartbreak. You know what I'm saying, but that was just the initial.
0: All that money you spent in training this year down the drain
1: <laughs> for nothing. For who? For what? Shout out to Ricky Waters again. <laughs> you know, so I mean, at this point, just from a from from a uh, parental aspect, it, it it sucks, man. You know, what I mean, it, it it sucks. You can't. I mean, you could go out there and hit a few balls or whatever, but. But well, what, what are what are the conversations
0: do, so. being had? Are they is the season canceled? Are they still talking about moving forward <laughs> with something or what?
1: So pretty much it's well obviously school is school is done um, with summer baseball. We're not sure because they keep moving these dates. You know they keep giving you these intermittent dates. Mm-hmm. Um, so and everything is 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 you know everything is based off of these dates and it's based off of. Uh, you know social distancing. So, if you ask me again, I don't think that there's going to be baseball this year at all, and that sucks for as Jason I'm sure will speak to for a kid that is on the cusp and is trying to figure out where he's going to go, you know, uh, uh, to school next year. You know the way that the way that the the, the high school uh, uh, championships and stuff just ended like that, that that was a killer. You know, so yeah, it, it sucks, man. From a parental aspect, just this
0: sucks. But I'm sure you understand it. Like, let me, is this, is it worth it to rush anyone back on the field?
1: Oh, no, 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 no. The president literally, that's, that's, that's nuts. Yeah, I mean, that's nuts. You, it, it, For a president of a, of a youth organization to speak like that, that sounds really, really bad. Cause it doesn't sound like we're thinking about the kids at all. And he tried that to say he was, but
0: to me, if, 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 I'm in that position, and we're going to talk about even the professional sports. But it's different when these kids are kids. If they play this year or not, it's not going to have a grave effect on their future, their career in in the sport, or anything. He should Mm -hmm. come out and say, We're canceling Mm -hmm. this year. It's not happening. Simple as that. It's that simple.
1: It's that simple. It's not like. It's not, again, if you're a kid that this was your senior year of of high school or senior year of college, but more so high school, and you're you're out there, you're ready for your senior year of baseball, and your senior year is canceled, well, that's a fucking hard, that's a tough pill to swallow. But Uh, we're talking uh, about Little League baseball. Give me a break. Give me a break. There'll be another group of 12-year-olds next year that it doesn't impact these kids from this year. They'll be fine.
0: Right. And, Jason, to you, how has this affected your team when they're going to the 10th grade now? But even, like, say uh-huh. the transfer kids that are in college that you got, like, how has this affected yeah. all of them? Man, it's um, it's been – it's so new.
2: And people still have, like, a lot of uh, optimism towards the situation. So, um A lot of, you know, as far as the college level, people still been recruiting. There's a ton of kids in the transfer for the portal. But there might be some things that NCAA does with transfer rules for this year, which is, we'll see how that plays out. But a lot of with the transfers, you know, they already have film. They got background information. So Mm -hmm. that's something that's still operating. Now for the high school kids, it's really tough, man. They were, um, a lot of them finishing off the high school season. Um, Mm -hmm. And a lot of them getting ready for the AAU season. Like, this would be the first, this weekend was supposed to be the first weekend of uh, EYBL. So, first Mm -hmm. live recruiting is supposed to be like this weekend.
0: Um, That's the Nike circuit
2: EYBL, right? Yes, but there's no recruiting going on at all, like for high school. Um, Obviously, coaches still recruit. They know a lot of, you know, the big time schools are going to easily be able to recruit. But like you said, those kids who are like looking to try to prove themselves and such, um, it's it really sucks for them. Obviously, like those the, those you know highly sought after kids are still getting you know recruited. That's different. But, but your so final year, kids.
0: you can change a lot. I mean, we know stories of history of guys that weren't highly recruited, and in their senior year, they you know are able to garner some attention and and go to. Maybe a higher level university.
2: Every year you get some of those kids, you know what I'm saying, and it sucks that we won't be able to see that. But it's a, the situation is so crazy right now, um, and so many people are dying that it's kind of like, right. you know, we just kind of got to deal with. it. I do feel for those kids, and
0: they go to JUCO, like, go to JUCO and prove yourself. You know what I mean? That that would be my thought. I could be I could yeah. be naive to the fact, but. You know, go to yeah, Jugo I mean, and prove yourself.
2: It, it's a situational thing, so you never really know. You know what I'm saying? But that opportunity's not there. But there's so many opportunities that's being missed out on. And I kind of, At this point, we're just really digesting it. At point, well, right well, now, they're saying that there's a chance for some things to happen in the summer. Um, but that was my, my next question. Getting... Yeah. Is there talks yeah, I mean, of yeah.
0: canceling the season and still trying to wait it out or what's going on?
2: Yeah, right now, I mean, they're saying that there's a possibility for something in the summertime, but the more information we get back from the news, it just seems like everything's looking to be canceled. It doesn't look like we'll be up in a month and a half at like live events with crowded gyms. That does not seem really right. likely. So, um, right. And it's like, and it's I'm interesting
0: friends. with AAU, like when professional sports they're talking about no fans and stuff like that, but typically the fans at AAU are friends and family, like you. It, yeah. Mostly family, like you. Yeah. It'd be hard for you to say we're gonna have no fans at the youth level. Not to mention,
1: that's how they're that's how they're funding the programs, though. I mean, they charge you twenty five hours mm-hmm. to walk in the door. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I mean, the so there, there's no way to. That, in there, I mean,
2: if there's three hundred college coaches in the gym, right? You know, I mean, like you can't. Yeah, that's the whole point of having the events to have yeah. you know, to make money, right?
3: Uh, Six I mean,
2: I hate to say it. Man. At once. You know, 12 to 16 teams playing at one time and 300 college coaches running around the gym. I don't know if we're we going to have that. So it's unfortunate, man. A lot of kids are going to miss out. There's going to be kids who could have had an opportunity to put themselves in scholarship situations. And that's uh, exactly, yeah. That's the other and they're thing. They're going to lose gonna and they're not going to get that opportunity. They're going to have to take, like you said, a Juco round or a small round. And then, you know, You never know how that might work out. You got to end up at the right place.
0: Right. Kids are are
1: probably – kids missing out on AAU is probably more detrimental than if they were to have missed out on the high school season, in all honesty. In some cases, it depends on who the kid is. You know what I mean? Like, those kids that
2: are on the cusp that aren't really, you know, don't have any offers yet, but, you know, they're they're, they're not going to get that opportunity to show improvement from everybody. And every year mm-hmm. we have a bunch of those kids that come out, you know, there's a handful from Philly that, you know, there's going to be a couple of kids that always blossom from this area. But we just won't have that opportunity. It's unfortunate. Um, but, you know, <laughs> they, you know they, that's another thing the kids are dealing with not being in the gym and they're used to working out. So you got a lot of kids who feel, you know, like if I don't go play, Then you know I'm going to lose out. I'm going to miss out. You know I'm not going to be ready when it when when it comes back. I got to stay ready. So the kids are having a hard time with the social distancing because they want to stay ready. of course. You know what I mean.
0: Think think if we were in high school, they talking about you don't got to go to school, (laughs) and it's some some, social. Come on, social distancing. Please (laughs) Mm -hmm. cut it out.
2: They don't get it. You know what I mean. But the thing about it is, we've never seen this in our life, so. We know that this is like a serious thing. I they're hope the around.
0: kids are taking it seriously, but you know, they're kids, man. You know? Right. And that's where parents really ahead. have to come in and be parents. Right. Mm-hmm. But um, where are you at with everything? You, are you looking at high schools again? Or are you just concentrating on this AAU team? or What's it looking like? Because I would think it's a little difficult to maybe... Transition back in the high school at this time. You just focusing on the AAU team.
2: Oh, no, uh, I mean I thought we had a great year at Camden High. You know, I was it was unfortunate we couldn't finish off the year with those championships, but that that was that was really good for the season. Um, being being able to be a part of that, and then I was definitely geared up for AAU. Um, this is going to be a big season, high school EYBL. Um, and now, at this point, you know, you just kind of sit back and digest it all and uh, we're just figuring out life and making sure family and everybody's good. Everybody's on pause right now, so nothing's happening. Um, but I was hoping that we get some type of AAU season. It doesn't look like that's going to happen. Um, so, we'll And that's see.
0: fine. You know, it is, it is, that's fine. I think that, you know, as I said, I probably didn't take it as seriously and is based on maybe direction from the leadership in this country. Like, I went to CIAA in the end of February. Thousands, if not millions, of people out there. The shit was real then. We just didn't know it. If I would have yeah. been told that the shit was real, I would have never been out there. Could have very easily gotten it then. Shit like that.
3: I was, my job flew me
2: to Miami. I had to go to Miami. Canada had the state semifinal game on a Thursday. I was in Miami the, for a conference. They actually canceled the conference, and I was able to fly back to make the semifinal game. I was driving to the game. As I pulled up to the gym, the other team forfeited.
3: Uh.
2: Uh, so our and you know, and our kids were there, the, the bus had just got like right around the gym. Kids were just getting there. Uh, but this was throughout the corona. You know, it was early at the time, so the kids are like anxious to play. Coaches right. want to play. You know, we're in competitive mode. Uh, but now looking back on it, it's kind of like man, man, we just had no idea what was nobody no really idea. knew what was going on. No you idea. Know what I'm nobody knew what was going on. I was like, I rushed back to get to a basketball. That shouldn't have been happening anyway, but I mean, it didn't happen. And as far as I know, nobody from that situation got sick or
0: anything, so that's good. But. And that's that's definitely good that nobody, the you know, as far as we know, got sick from that. But that's a good segue into this. Um, the first real topic here. Glad to hear. Uh, you know, kind of sad to hear that the season probably be canceled. Uh, they should be canceled from the youth level, but you know, it is what it is. But now we're seeing different states trying to salvage the season for professional sports. I think today they mentioned that Trump is coming up with some advisory team for the professional sports world and see how they can get back out there. Again, I think clearly this episode is going to be called for who for what. (laughs) (laughs)
1: I was going to call it Quarantine Christmas
0: But I think we'll have to Just call it for who for what Shout out to Ricky It makes so much sense Because What are we talking about here The state of Florida Made WWE An essential Fucking business Are you kidding me are you kidding me? Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida made the WWE an essential business. We all know mm-hmm. Vince McMahon. We, we know what his ideas are. We know his background. And again, Mr. Ron DeSantis is a Republican governor. Can y'all tell me anything essential about the fucking worldwide wrestling entertainment
1: Oh, to answer your question,
0: very short and sweet, no. Jason, anything essential that comes to mind for fucking scripted wrestling?
2: No, nothing at all. I mean, I wasn't surprised, but I had to look it up. You know I mean? I, I looked it up in New York Times and wrote about it. Um, but obviously, it's just a, you know, real sweet man, money Republican type of play.
0: Definitely a Republican, this goes. Yeah, again, we talking about Vincent Man XFL filed for bankruptcy. He's a businessman. He didn't yep. lose any money with XFL. He, might, he might, might have lost some, but not, not you know his 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 life's work. He's not trying to lose any more money with his bread and butter WWE. So he goes to his buddies, this Republican. I don't even know what you call it. Buddies. <laughs> good old boys club. Of Republicans yep. and they check a box and make sure that his company his organization is an essential business so now they can operate in Florida I looked at the uh, film or clip from Wrestlemania without fans and it was fucking terrible mm. it was god awful now keep in mind this is essential business without fans in attendance Wrestling is a sport that needs fans in attendance. Right. This shit is fucking garbage. And Gronkowski out there doing some shit. No fans like it's a spectacle. So you need to have that environment just right. But they want to be able to still film their weekly shows so they can get their advertising money. (laughs) That's what it's about. And they figure that people don't have shit to do, so they're going to tune in, fans or not. I.E. ESPN and that fucking nut-ass horse shit. Oh. Pun intended. Oh. <laughs> horse <laughs> shit. I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> did you take a look at that shit? It's fucking god-awful. Where they're yeah, having certain like players play horse.
1: Literally. I, I turned, I tuned in for 37 seconds and I said, okay, this is horrible. And I went back to whatever the fuck I was watching. I don't even remember. But I said, I can't handle this shit.
0: It was terrible. It's actually on it right now. God awful. It should never happen again. <laughs> but I guess they have to fucking follow through with this shit. But again, for who? For fucking what? Right.
2: Uh, well, I mean, I think that if you can do uh, wrestling, then you should be able to play
0: NBA 101. No, I'm. I'm you should be able to do it, yeah, because they're all remote. But it's it's bad brand of basketball. It's bad. It's not uh-huh. entertaining at all. It's fucking. I didn't terrible. even think it's about terrible. that, Jay. I didn't even think
1: about that. Like I mean, if, one if they're one, not horse,
0: the horse is terrible.
1: If, if they're wrestling, that means that there's two people, three people actually, because there's a ref in the ring that are not practicing social distancing. So, you yes, yeah, i that fucking NBA players. Go, run. Ahead, go
0: play one-on-one. no, no, no Ron. Huh. You remember they had, like, Royal Rumble? Now they have something called 24-7 champion, which is... I, I haven't watched wrestling in forever. But now there's something called the 24-7 <laughs> champion where you have to defend your title... No matter what, twenty four seven. So they make it like if you at the grocery store and another niggas there, <laughs> <laughs> he can DDT your ass and take your title and shit at the grocery store. It's some fucking crazy uh, shit. They, uh, yeah, right. they had to get creative. It's ridiculous. You understand? So it's no different title, than the twenty. Huh? It's no different than um, Royal Rumble. So They had Gronkowski is now the twenty four seven champion because he comes out of nowhere. It's like thirty motherfuckers going at it. He comes out of nowhere and pins somebody, and now Grunk he's twenty-four. Yeah, Gronkowski's with WWE now. Oh my god! I'm so <laughs> I love not knowing. I'm telling you, I love not knowing. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> he's there oh now. Oh my god! <laughs> so okay, that that's what that's the situation. So you're talking about thirty guys all up on each other wrestling, and there's a guy named Roman Reigns. I don't know if y'all know him. But he was supposedly one of the main events at WrestleMania. He pulled out because he's had health issues in the past. Seems like I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to be a part of this and expose myself. And he got all of this backlash, calling him a pussy and he's a bitch. And like, are you are you serious? What is going on out
1: here? But we also have to put into. We have to put it. You know. uh... You got to understand where the backlash is coming from. The backlash is coming from a bunch of guys that, you know, live in basements and eat nachos all day, every day. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know, probably haven't seen a woman in, in God knows how long. So the it's backlash funny, isn't, It's isn't funny because,
0: from... you know, my family's from North Philly, right? So we used to be in North Philly or Newkirk Street. If you know, you know. And <laughs> there was a family friend that used to come through. His name was Sonny. No, no, no correlation, clearly. Yeah. But he was an right. old motherfucker. And I was a kid at the time, so we used to watch wrestling. And Sonny was to be <laughs> so entrenched and want to watch wrestling. Mind He's like 50, 60 years old. And I remember my dad saying, Sonny coming over here watch wrestling, he want to see the men in them tights. And I'm a little kid and shit. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Sonny was gay as hell. Y'all got me around this nigga and shit. I'm like fucking 10 years old and shit. <laughs> oh
1: shit. Fucking Sunny, Keep Sonny away
0: from me, Pop. What the fuck. Yeah. Nigga, you didn't love me. You know? <laughs> Sonny, who knows what could have happened and shit. You've got this nigga around me and shit. Watching these fucking niggas in tights happen. and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe I blocked it out. Maybe something did happen and shit. What the fuck? <laughs> My that's mind, mind won't let me process. All shit off his chest today and shit. <laughs> fuck it, sonny. That was a joke, nigga. Relax. Relax <laughs> of course,
3: it's a joke. Oh shit!
0: That was good. <laughs> oh, man. But I mean. Boys are <laughs> <hot>. <laughs> Again, for who, for what? What What is going yeah. on? So now they're all trying to get together, and what's happening now is they're saying, okay, Florida is open to this. So Bob Arum out of boxing is saying, all right, let's see if we can get some events in Florida. Mm-hmm. UFC is saying, let's see if we can get some shit going in Florida, because if you make WWE an essential business, you can't deny these others. You set a precedent. Right. Like, what are we right. doing? And then I don't want to get too political, but everybody always tries to talk about black people supporting the Democratic Party and being taken advantage of. I I, I think it's clear as day if you look at what's going on today. The B- Republican Party don't give a fuck about nobody but the dollar. Yeah, they don't give a fuck about nobody. They don't give a fuck about the people. They only care about the bottom line and the dollar. And it's clear as day that the two parties and what they represent. Now, the Democrats got some shit with them. It's politics. But what they're trying to do is look out for the people. And I'm not saying it's a racial thing. I'm not going to say that. It's more about classism. But. But. It's clear as day that these people don't give a fuck about the majority, about the greater good of the people. So now they're talking about MLB is saying that they're going to maybe have 15 teams in Florida and 15 teams in Arizona. Again, another Republican governor trying to green light. Getting back to business while people are dying. Now, I'll tell you, Florida is in the top 10 states for coronavirus cases. They're number eight on the list. So now you're talking about shipping in and flying in a bunch of people into a state that is in the top 10 for cases. What do you think these people are going to do when they're in these hotels? They would be grown, man. We talk, just talk about kids, but what are they going to do? They're going to go out and about. You're flying all these different people in from different parts of the country into your state, and you're already in the top 10. You're number eight on the list. And the two counties within Florida which have the highest number of deaths and cases, Miami-Dade and Broward County. If you know anything about Florida, if you know anything about Miami. It's a high population of black and brown people. Which they must just say, we don't give a fuck about them. So let's just do it. Arizona's a little bit different. Arizona doesn't have as many cases today. But we've seen states take it lightly and then in a couple of weeks they become a hotspot. Right, today Arizona has thirty-eight hundred cases, one hundred and thirty-one deaths, compared to Florida that has twenty-one thousand cases, five hundred and twenty-four deaths. So Arizona's a little mm-hmm. bit different. Arizona governor came out to say, governor came out today and said, "We'll take them all. We'll host the whole season <laughs> right here in Arizona. <laughs> all thirty teams, <clears throat> baseball. We'll do it right here." <laughs>
1: Thirty teams, the players and the staffs. There's already thirty people on the baseball team. <laughs> Let alone the staff. Right. The equipment managers. Oh, please. Well, give These us all of it.
0: Foolish. It's ridiculous. I will say this. If any sport can be televised without fans, it's baseball.
3: Hmm.
0: Fans don't come into play with baseball until October. Let's keep it funky. Now as as a fan, the the game I enjoy going to the most is a baseball game. The atmosphere, nice summer days, some beer, relaxing. Baseball is the best spectator sport, in my opinion. On TV, I don't think there'll be much of a difference. But what do y'all think about what baseball is doing? Is it again another for who, for what? Or can you see... Some sensibility out of what they're trying to do.
1: I mean, the the, the fact of the matter is, again, it's just it's just irresponsible. I mean, certain things are just irresponsible. There's it's it's not a need for it. Um, you know, for for Arizona's governor to want to invite that to his state, his the the people He's of Arizona people should risk. be telling. Yes, he, and they should be telling him where to put it. Like nah, dude, this don't work. This don't work. We got we got kids here. You know what I'm saying? I got my kids here. I don't want to. I, I don't want an end fucks of of however many tens of thousands of people because that's what it's going to. That's what would have to come in. Right. Where do you put them? That puts everybody at risk. Your hotels, your restaurants, your your
0: everything. Exactly. 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 So you're saying yeah. you don't really give a fuck about the people. It's about the bottom line. And for some people, that may be okay. But I would hope the majority of America, the majority of the world, does not think that that is okay. Because now what happens when a bunch more people get sick and there's a whole other wave? Scientists have already said there's most likely going to be a second wave. And you just want to go ahead Mm. and create it? Like I don't know if y'all been watching this president the past few days, but it's 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 surreal. This guy's fucking crazy. <laughs> this guy is fucking crazy, and whoever voted for him needs to go ahead and stick themselves, because this shit is 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 unimaginable. It feel like it's a movie that this guy is in yeah. charge of the fucking free world.
1: Yeah. yeah, he goes up there every day, and the way that he talks is. It's going to be like great. It's going to be beautiful.
0: He just says generic yeah. adjectives and shit. And he's <laughs> smart enough to know that most people are idiots. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't have to give any details. Yeah. He doesn't have to give a plan. He just uses fucking generic ass words. And
1: 24 seven word is generic. 24 <laughs>
0: seven news is just ruined the country because now you have people just catering to a side for ratings. And they spew out rhetoric that just isn't true. As long as we cater to these people, we're going to get our ratings. Mm -hmm. And it's destroyed this country.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. And that's a lot of times the problem is that's what ends up being the story. The story is a lot of times the story comes from, okay, what can I say? That's either going to go against what this guy said, right? That becomes the story. Or what can I say that's going to go 100% with what he said and then I'm going to tell you how the other side is lying about it and that ends up and, being and, the and
0: what I hope is that Fox News at this point they can't edit and, and cut this shit up to make it look a certain way. They have to show this shit live every day for their audience yeah. as well. You can't hide this motherfucker yeah. no more. Yeah. Like, this shit is the crazy. The thing is
1: that the- but but those are the people though, right? That will say, "Well, we want to get America back, right?" So they so when they hear him saying it's going to be beautiful, we're going to do it. It's going to it's going to it's going to be it's going to be perfect.
0: Just like it's just like the letter, perfect. just like the phone call was perfect. Everybody wants a test <laughs> to right. get a test. Fucking right. lies. So
1: yeah. So when they so when they hear that being said, they're like, "Oh man, he's leading us. He's leading us back to." You know, back to where we were. Where, In all actuality, a lot of these people, they live out on fucking farms in the middle of Nebraska, and their neighbor okay. is fucking 20 minutes down the road any damn way. So they don't even know what
0: social you, can, you can is. You can say what you want you can, about what I'm about to say. If Republicans could have it their way, slavery would be back in effect. Free labor, it's all about the bottom line. Get them niggas back out there on the field. If they had it their way, that's what it would be and I get, I'm not speaking for every I'm not speaking for every single republican in the world but as far as what that party stands for that's what we're getting bottom line if we can get free labor we're going to rally together and just sign off on this they're a gang the bigger gang than the blood of the crips or or the, uh, what's that uh white biker group the, the, the angels, the pagans
1: or yeah, hell's angels, hell's
0: angels. They're a bigger gang than, than any of them motherfuckers ever been. And they're going to band together. So if that's what the party is doing, then they're going to do it. Fucking Candace, what's the fuck is that bitch's name? Candace Jones, what's her name? Black chick. Was a Republican and be out there spewing all kinds of bullshit. She'd be right there with him. She'd be the house wench. And they just let her just sit up in there and do what she needs to do.
1: Yeah, Stacy Dash, we got
0: a room for you in the back. And Stacy would be right there with her. Remember um Django, the black bitch that they had up in there? That's, that's who they are. <laughs> I know you didn't mean me. That's who they
3: are.
0: I'm sorry, I'm fired up. This week is just watching this shit with this president has just really blown my mind. Blown my motherfucking mind but we're gonna wrap this piece of it up you know they got the different sports world talking about continuing it on without fans thinking that that's some sort of resolution to try to preserve the season not just the season but the dollars the advertising and they might even be able to charge more for advertising in their minds because there's nothing else to Be more people on. At home you're at home. You're gonna watch it anyway. Which I hope yeah, this horse eyes. bullshit proves that wrong. Because ain't nobody watching that shit. You Hell gave no. it 37 seconds. I gave it a minute and 37, and I and I regret that. Word. Ain't nobody fucking checking for that. Do y'all think these tournament style games with no fans can work?
2: For the NBA. Yeah, I think so. In the NBA I mean, I you think, think it can work? Yeah, I think if they did a tournament and there were no fans there, I think we would all watch. I mean, I think I don't that's not to say that it's gonna be the same product, but it's still gonna be something that we're gonna watch. It's gonna be competitive, there's still gonna be great players, who we'll make great plays. I don't, I mean, it's not the same thing as, you know, game seven with sold out crowd
3: quarters, but
0: I think it can work in to. baseball. You think it can work in the NBA as well?
2: Yeah, I think it can work in the NBA. I mean, at this point, I mean, shit,
1: I don't know what y'all been watching, but I'm watching all types of documentaries on Netflix. I don't have no business watching. I'd much rather watch fucking <laughs> a, N- a, a, <laughs> a playoff. Game. Me, too. I ain't wow. watched so much Netflix in my life, bro. <laughs> ever. I'll watch anything right now, bro. Except
2: for that uh, horse
1: and I'm not watching that. that yeah, don't. Don't, it <laughs> Take it from, you know what I'm saying? Yo, <laughs> hold with that. So hopefully you don't have to go through that. You know what I'm saying? Don't watch that
0: So dude. y'all are saying you think that bringing hundreds of people into a state, let's say thousands of people because as Ron said. No,
2: no, no, know, no, 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 no. I thought you were to isolate and would I be able to watch the game? I think it's smart
0: enough? No, but you're still bringing the organization. If you're talking about 30 teams from basketball, from baseball, from hockey, into these various areas where you're going to have personnel that work for these organizations along with the athletes, congregating together, you think that that's a good idea? What Jason was answering
1: was, would he watch it?
0: Yeah, I thought you said what I watched. No, no, no I'm calm, saying, calm. do you believe that that is a good idea? It's a terrible idea.
2: Terrible idea. We don't need to do that. It's just, no, terrible idea. Don't do that. But if they play the game, we'll watch.
0: I don't, you're right. We would watch it. I don't, I don't know if we would continue to watch it. I think we, right. you know, baseball could survive. Cause like I said, I don't think you really need, the fan base in a regular season in baseball, basketball. Mm-hmm. I mean, we watch the Summer League. Summer League has gotten more popular. Typically, it's packed. Some of those games aren't. People watch. It'd be a different yeah. experience. I don't know.
2: And I'm watching it would be. Steph Curry shoot around, like just watching them, Kobe shoot around, just watching their pregame routine. I
0: mean,
2: yeah. It's either that or you're watching Joe the Tiger. King. <laughs> 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 he's a fucking hero now, dude. He's the fucking MVP.
0: Like what? Joe <laughs> Joe Exotic is locked up for 20 years in Takashi's home. Something's wrong with that. I will what say. Fuck out of here, Joe Exotic? I don't want to see him either. <laughs> well, he didn't do nothing. Takashi did a bunch of shit, and he's at home trolling again. I'm not, I'm not, yeah, he's, he was on Tory Lane's quarantine shit on the Instagram live talking about, what? he's home,
1: Lane, they let him out,
0: know. he's home, they let him out because of the virus, he got let out, oh. I love not knowing, didn't know
1: that, alright,
0: Yeah. I came
2: across Tory Lanez Instagram one
0: day, it was yeah, he got banned for a little bit, but he's back, <laughs> but, just... um, We're going to get into the Instagram live shit in just a bit. But um, so I think we're all in agreement. Cut the shit. Cut it out. You guys are billionaires. If you didn't save your money properly. We're going to see now. There's going to be contingency funds out the wazoo going forward. But you'll be okay. All you billionaires, millionaires. Most likely... You'll survive this, at least in the major sports. Maybe hockey doesn't survive this. Maybe some small market MLB teams struggle. But is it worth more people dying? If you're a Republican, you're probably saying, "Yeah, yeah," and that's the problem. So now we're going to move forward to the NFL. Been some interesting topics that have been going on. Dak Prescott is out there throwing pajama jammy jams in the middle of the fucking coronavirus. (laughs) Don't bump the fucking table. (laughs) And the police were called and it was a big ordeal. He's out here lying because it's TMZ and they don't get it wrong. Maybe 20 years ago they did. Today TMZ gets it right and they're on point. That it was over 30 people at his house. The cops are saying they were called, but they can't verify how many people were there. What does that mean? They're Dallas police, and they don't want to get their quarterback in too much hot water. But what's going on with this guy, man? I've never liked him, not just because he's a Cowboys quarterback, because he is who he is. He's just... Uh, It's hard to describe this guy. I don't know what's up with him. He doesn't want to be black. He wants to try to be uh, towing the line. And now he's doing this irresponsible stuff during the the coronavirus pandemic. And clearly the Cowboys don't want him. Clearly. If Jerry Jones wanted his ass, he'd have been signed a long time ago. Mm. Is Dak Prescott somebody you guys foresee being in the NFL 5 years from now as a starting quarterback uh, yeah. as a starting quarterback
1: well that changes the that changes the narrative um i'm still going to say yes i'm going to say yes some he'll he'll have a chance somewhere i think
0: but he's lying he's out here lying said that he had Less than 10 people, which conveniently coincided with the CDC regulation for gatherings and social distancing. Cops were called. Multiple sources have said you had 30 people at your house.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: People are not taking this shit seriously. We just talked about the kids. If you're in high school, you're going to gather. That's what it's about. But you're a millionaire, professional athlete, right. a grown ass man doing nut shit. I yeah. just don't like this guy. And I think Zeke's nut ass was there too. Yeah, I think yeah, I he was. Saw that. I think I saw that. <laughs> he looks like a <laughs> troll. He looks like a real troll. Like the troll from fucking, remember Ernest P. World? What was his name? What was that movie? Yeah. <laughs> he looks like a troll <laughs> from that shit. Can't stand his ass either.
2: But I do think Zach, I mean, I think Dak will still be there in five years. I mean, be Started somewhere. I think their team is you good enough. You believe that
0: Dak Prescott will be a starting quarterback in the NFL five years from now?
2: I think that their team is going to be good for the next three years at least.
0: I don't know if like, he's going to be with the Cowboys after this season. There's talks that they may uh, try to trade him at the, at the draft.
2: Oh, I was thinking like if he doesn't get a deal. If he gets a deal with the Cowboys, then I think he'll be, he'll be around for a while. But yeah, if they don't, then you never know. That'd be crazy.
0: I don't, I don't believe, and, and I'm saying it, I don't believe Dak Prescott will be a starting quarterback in the NFL five years from now.
1: Hmm. That's hard.
0: They're going to treat him like Washington treated Kirk Cousins.
1: I was, yeah.
0: They don't believe yeah. in him. But the hmm. difference between Kirk Cousins and Dak Prescott, which he's going to have to learn. As furious styles told Trey, I don't know what's gonna take for you to learn, but oh yeah, you're gonna learn. You gonna learn. You a nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you're black. <laughs> and once they lose any kind of confidence in you,
1: they'll let you know. Nigga,
0: you're Quincy Carter.
1: RG three.
0: <laughs> RG three. Great example. You're going to the back burner. And that's when you're going to realize who you are and stop towing the line. That's what's going to happen. Mark it. Dak Prescott will not be a starting quarterback in the NFL five years from now. Come and get me. (laughs) So now we're going to move on. What do you say?
2: We'll see. I so I disagree. I think he will be, but we'll see.
0: I want to talk about this Christian McCafferty contract. And Rami and you and Dante spoke about this a little bit earlier this week. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to Dante, the, the busiest quarantine nigga I've ever seen. <laughs> 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 shout out to you, nigga. But um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll get the text
1: tomorrow about that. But um, kiss the kids for me, Tay. You know what <laughs> I mean?
0: No doubt, no doubt. Love the babies, love the babies. But got sixteen million a year, sixteen million plus a year. Highest paid running back in the league. Um, historically, the NFL has not valued running backs. Interesting that this guy, a year out from when he is up for his contract, got handed the richest running back contract of all time. Hmm. Henry, who just went wild last year, couldn't get a contract. He was franchise tagged. They're saying they're trying to work something out now. I'd be shocked if they do. Alvin Kamara, Devin Cook, Chris Carson, all were drafted with Mr. Christian McCafferty, as well as Leonard Fournette. He kind of (laughs) sucks, so I can understand him not getting a contract. Yeah, someone with a decent year last year, but we're all in the same fantasy league, and if you had him, he probably didn't do you well. I'm just going to come out and say it Early on if you're a white running back You have a, a knock against you But when you show and prove a little bit Has it been a benefit? Have they handed him A contract that other running backs don't get. Just last year, Zeke had to hold out. Melvin Gordon had to hold out, had to force the hand of the organization or not, as we saw with San Diego, which is now LA. Melvin Gordon didn't get anything, he lost money, treated him like a horse, like a buck. What are your thoughts on Christian McCaffrey easily getting handed the highest paid contract? of all time at a position seemingly every team has devalued. Is mm-hmm. it just me?
1: So, I'm not going to say it's just you. But what I will say is um, think that maybe Carolina <clears throat> maybe Carolina's trying to get ahead of the curve. Um, You know, He, he was, and I think if I do want to also mention,
0: not to cut you off, but I do want to mention Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell, similar back, high Mm -hmm. volume of production. Pittsburgh didn't want to give him a deal. But go ahead.
1: So, um, but what I, you're, you're right, you're exactly right about that. Um. But what I think is that they may have been trying to get ahead of the curve. Um, typically, prices don't go down at all; uh, they only go up year over year um, in the NFL, particularly in the NFL. Um, so I just think that they were trying to get ahead of the curve. I don't want to get into I don't I don't believe that it was that they did it because he was white.
0: You don't think that played I don't, I don't, any part in it whatsoever?
1: I, I don't that think way. that played yeah, yeah. No, nah, I don't I don't think that played a part into it.
0: After if we, we say saw anything, after we saw the Rams know. do the same thing with Gurley and it backfired, which you would yeah, think we, would be a lesson learned, especially the usage that Christian McCaffrey has gotten over the past two years. They run his yeah, ass yeah, into the ground like if you win the other running back. Any other running back, he's no good any further. And we saw it with Gurley, it backfires. And so you're saying it had nothing to do with the color of his skin, just for the record.
1: Yeah, I'm going to say that it doesn't.
2: But I'll say, say doesn't. like, in, in, in one part, it, it will because if you're saying, can he appeal to the fan base? Because he's down the face of the, of the the franchise. So I think all mm-hmm. of that goes into play. Like you think they got rid of Cam Newton. Ronald Bear's not there no more, right? Like, no. They, they got rid of all the familiar faces. So he's not a face of the organization. So that's part of the reason he got his money too. Some people don't get money because you might not be as needed as you as you are with some other teams and some other And hey, don't situation. get me
0: wrong. Christian Cav is a bad motherfucker. That's what we've seen. He has right. is, is exceeded anything I too. thought he ever would be. But I think we yeah. mostly saw that this past year. The year before that, at least from a fantasy football perspective, it was cool, but this year he tore it up. He, Cause they wasn't really allowing him to run the ball before this year.
3: Before right, that right. He, he just got catching the ball
0: catches, out of the backseat. Right. But any other running back is from a usage standpoint. If you're getting that many touches, it's highly unlikely they're gonna say that we're gonna now pay you going forward. It's highly unlikely. Unless. But I mean you had something to say, Jason, I mean it cut you off, but sad to get that in.
2: No, 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 I was just saying like it's a different situation. So I think it's not the fact of him being white. Well that might play into part of it as him being the face of the team. But I think it's more so time and situation. So, you know, you get rid of your quarterback, head coaches going. He's one of the better players in but the league. But Jason, he
0: didn't even have to hold out. Most niggas have to hold out first and say, I'm not coming to camp. I'm not doing this or that. They just gave it to him.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess, you know, that's, that's part where the white part comes into it. Because they're like, yo, fuck it. Even if, we, even if we waste this money, at least we gave it to somebody we like. We can trust him. <laughs> yeah, this nigga hasn't gotten caught for with weed or anything like that. Let's keep him. Or he's just white. Even if he did get caught
1: with weed, it would just be like, oh, he was just having a good time. You know, like he's a thug. You know what I mean? Like, ah, oh, he's a fucking thug. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> this nigga has a problem.
0: <laughs> you know, personally, I it just struck me as odd. You know, the the mainstream sports media is trying to defend it. Shannon Sharp is knowing his father. He played with him. He couldn't bring himself to identify and spotlight some of this, um, ESPN, similar. Because if you're talking about production, he's put in the work, he's shown improved. But a lot of other running backs who have shown improve, then have to fight to get their money. He didn't have to fight at all. And to me, I think that has something to do With the color of his skin. If we're talking about the NFL. Which we've spoken about many times on this podcast. About the structure of ownership. General managers. If you don't think that trickles down to the players. When now we're talking about someone that doesn't. Come from. The black and brown community. Then you're crazy. You're crazy to think that there's not a correlation there. Because clearly, people hire people who look like them. People who take care of people who look like them. Right or wrong? Am I right or wrong in that? Uh, definitely. So if you don't think that, that that race had something to do with it, come on. I, I'm not saying he's not proving himself and that he's not a bad boy. Because he is. But we've seen other black running backs who have been bad boys have to fight and struggle to get their money.
2: So that's why I say, like, I think it's just the right person at the right time with the right team. It just came, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think the Cowboys would have necessarily gave him that money. You know what I'm saying? Like, or whoever. Let's say somebody who wasn't going to pay him. Maybe some other teams might not do it. No, I see what you're saying. Team... Carolina
0: needed to lock him in
2: now they probably wouldn't have gave that money to Le'Veon bell but you know what i'm saying they, they probably would have gave levion bell a check but not like that so that helped him
0: uh, his skin color helped him and and i'll say his skin color may have uh presented some detractors early on but he still was the seventh eighth pick in the first round of the draft but i remember seeing people saying that that was a terrible pick And I have to say, because maybe that was because of his skin color. And believe it or not, I've dealt with that. I used to coach a majority white basketball team in the heart of AAU basketball, PG County, Maryland. And I experienced reverse racism. (laughs) The fucking refs used to fucking hate us because we could actually ball. And we got no calls. <laughs> <laughs> this shit was a travesty. It was ridiculous. That's why I got so many technicals. I'm standing up for all of these my fucking kids who are white. <laughs> and I love them. <laughs> so it is what it is. <laughs> we, um, we gonna move on. We gonna move on. We're going to move on to the Who You Wit" segment. First one, and it's going to be musically centric because of the IG live battles that have been going on, keeping us entertained. Who else has been keeping us entertained outside of the black culture? Maybe they've been doing it on the other side. I don't know. But the black culture and the hip-hop, R&B community, the producers, they've been keeping us entertained. Not only with the battles, but the Fat Joe got his shit going on. Joe Button's got his shit going on. Giving us something to look forward to. And we're going to talk about this weekend in just a second. But the first one. Best debut rap album, Biggie, Jay-Z, or Nas? Who are oh, you with? Damn. Best debut
2: album? Biggie, Jay-Z, gonna say, or
3: Nas?
0: I'm going to say Biggie. Very bad. Mm, I actually didn't think you would say that. Interesting. No. Okay.
2: Biggie, all the way. I mean, he was the most impactful, most memorable. I know Nas was probably, you know, I I thought about Nas, but it ain't make the impact. And the Biggies was that good and it made the
1: impact. And that's for me, baby.
0: Respect. Mm. I can respect that. What you got, Ron?
1: This is hard for me, man, because I remember sitting in the back of my parents' car riding up to connecticut and listening to that tape to biggie to that tape uh you listen to a
0: biggie album with your parents in the car back in that time you was in elementary school no no
1: no no bro. in my headphones man oh in the headphones had walk, okay
0: my bad i missed that part. i about to say because i okay <laughs> i used to do that too okay Say, yeah. I know with, your yeah, I was my I was shocked. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, but you no, know,
1: my dad, my dad might have, you know what I'm saying? Shit, you know, today was a good day. That ice cube, that's that's my father's favorite song, probably, even to this day. But
3: uh,
1: <laughs> Yeah, nah. It was so so that right like I literally can remember that. You know what I mean? That was a, a pivotal point for me in my life. But then with Jay, Jay that shit. That shit was the same thing. Because when listening to that, it was like there was so many things that this nigga was saying that was just so dope and different. So this is hard. Uh, keep one eye open, like CBS. That that shit was the, one of the illest lines I think I ever heard. Um, so
0: you see me stressed, right?
1: Can girl, I live? Hard. Hard. I had to see, I remember the CD, you know, like the fucking brown and black and cold and shit or whatever. Um I'm going to say, I'm going to say Jay. I'm going to say Jay.
0: Got one I'm biggie and we got one whole.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm going to say Jay.
0: And that's interesting because a, a line that always sticks out to me, especially in this day and age, is shit gets wicked on these mean streets. None of my friends speak, but I relate that to social mm. media because the people I'm cool with, I don't ever fucking interact with them on social media. <laughs> <laughs> I, me and you have probably never had an exchange on social media whatsoever. I don't understand people who do that.
1: Yeah, like it means, it's so weird. What
0: the fuck is going on? It's,
1: when I when I used to be on it, I would think like, why am I going to talk to? Why am I talking to Tucson here? When I, I know you in
0: real life, nigga, I'm gonna call you. I'm gonna shoot you a text. Yeah, you know, right. Stuff. I saw somebody the other day like ask their social media community for prayers. I'm like, to me, that shit is weird. I'm sorry. To each his own. Power and prayer. I get you. It kind of, feels like, look of, kind of feels like on. you're looking for <laughs> attention. Kind of feels like you're looking for attention. I'm just. I mean, I don't. I don't get it. I don't. mean you don't probably don't have me have a picture on fucking Instagram together. <laughs> and, right. n- Nigga, you my brother. You know what I mean? He's You're right. right. <laughs>
2: that's because y'all niggas ain't on. That's because y'all niggas ain't on social media though. It ain't like your niggas is on there posting shit every day, but you never post a picture of each other. You don't post shit. So that's what it don't. You don't have a picture with nothing. Like you, don't nigga, I used, po- I used to. I used to
0: post, nigga. Me and you got shit on there. From the Vegas trip back, I mean, even back on like Facebook and shit when we did that yeah, trip back in the day was, with the Mayweather and um, it, it's right, just that was a long time ago, right? It was a long time ago, but me and this nigga, but
2: y'all just don't be on there like that.
0: But if he was I was on there more. You was posting more. Y'all would have. A you, you, you you may be right, but what I'm saying is, but I get what you're saying. I'm not man. going to communicate say. with this nigga on there. You know what I mean? Like, if I have a picture and I'll post it, then i post it. You know what I mean? But I'm not going to, like, say, I see some people like, yo, hit me up. Like, in somebody's comments and shit. Like, nigga, if that's your man, <laughs> if that's your man, then you text him or, or or hit him up directly. Like, I just don't understand that shit. But um, I'm going to, I'm just going to. I'm going to equalize this shit out. I think that it's Illmatic. I think that Nas hmm. changed the landscape in how rappers approached records and, and, and spit they bars. Like, I think he changed that shit. I think that... So that's
2: what I was going to say about Jay-Z, yeah. though, because that's what I was like, yo, jay Z shit came in 96. Like, he had Nas and Biggie on the album. He made, like their albums. So he don't he can't be first.
0: So he cannot be first. He just He didn't have the, no Nas she... on the album outside of the Dead President sample. That's what you're talking about?
2: Yeah, two samples on there. Oh no 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 he had one on there. I'm not talking about was... no
0: sample, but I mean if it's a better album, it's a better album. But before Elmatic Hove was rapping the Hawaiian Sophie with Jazz Up. It was different. I think Nas gave people the okay to approach the records the way they started to approach them. I just think Illmatic, and I'm a bigger Biggie and Jay-Z fan than I am of Nas, but Elmatic changed the landscape of rap. So I gotta go with Elmatic. Personal opinion.
2: I'll battle with Elmatic and, and Ready to Die, but I think Ready to Die was just so much bigger, and it made an impact like you know throughout the
1: world. Like, okay. See, the thing is, Ready Ready, Ready to Die was big for me, and so was. But the reason I like Biggie's my favorite rapper, but I pick Reasonable Doubt for the simple fact that, I mean, yeah, for the simple fact that I think, I think it probably lives better for me right now. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, it's a, it was a crapshoot. You know what I mean? I could pick between the two of them and mm. put them on, and, and I would love either one of them. You know what I'm saying? But I think that Jay, at that point, it just kind of showed where the game was going to.
0: Well, we all picked somebody different, so that's not a bad thing. Yeah. All great albums. Yeah, we love dope. them all. Hell yeah. But Hell yeah. I came into it thinking Nas is my pick. And for those that know, we don't discuss... Like it's OG like OG, we don't discuss um who you with segments. So we want it to be organic. So we don't discuss any yep. of this shit. So the next one. Bigger impact. Rockefeller or bad boy? oh Who you bad with Bad Boy. Bad boy. It's bad boy? Why? Bad boy. Why?
2: I think that that sound is, um, you know, it's an era. It's almost like a, a New Jack Swing type of thing, mm. like uh, where they got a sound, where like the Bad Boy era is a thing, like Rockefeller had a thing, but it was kind of like JV and then I think you got like the Cam era. You mm. got the Be- the Beans thing and all that, but it wasn't like a, we remember the songs, but it wasn't like a whole wave of music, like Bad Boy had R&B hits. I'm just
0: gonna say this yeah. and I'm, not tipp- I'm not tipping my hat here but Rockefeller gave us Kanye and they gave us Jay-Z they gave us the Philadelphia movement which we're very close to with, with State Property, Beating Siegel and all of that I just mm. wanna throw that into the bucket
2: well I mean we gonna have to throw in the locks mm. and everybody from Bad Boy I mean we can think about a, a bunch of affiliates Think about Puff producing on Jay Z albums and everything. Mm. Puff was doing a lot, man. He had a whole sound. I think his sound was bigger than, than
1: Rockefeller. Yeah, I'm going. I'm jumping on that. Uh, I'm saying Bad Boy Rockefeller was cool as a as a, as a click in a movement, but Bad Boy changed music as a whole. Mm. You know what I mean? I mean shit. We sh- fucking you got.
0: Totals and then all yeah yeah that, that that whole shit Faith yeah Evans. Faith. yeah that classic um, little classic well little Kim, little, well, that Lil Kim was never that signed to Bad Boy town. for the record
2: she was part of the wave though yeah so, but we yeah, know what that is yeah. though you yeah. cannot we have know a Bad is. Boy concert and little Kim ain't there. and
0: people would like to hell yeah. shit on it on Mace today but Mace oh, was they a crazy fucking as hell. fucking heater he was his fucking rocket.
2: Mace was the biggest thing. I thought thought that was like a giving.
0: But some people like to sit on today because they forget, just like Ja Rule. People like to forget about all the hits Ja Rule put together. But you know, Mace, Locks, Carl Thomas, one twelve, Faith. And you know what really changes it and tips the hat for me? And we're talking about impact.
1: Oh, go ahead. That's
0: who took Gotta is, include gotcha. the making the band shit. If we're talking about cultural oh. impact, that shit was mm. fucking awesome. <laughs> Yo, for the record, if y'all niggas didn't listen to day twenty six first album, you out. And album. day twenty-six shit. is both of their albums. Not classics, hard. but they
2: were hard. I never listen to none of that bullshit. I just think Bad Boy you better <laughs> than Chop. <laughs> well, don't disrespect day twenty six,
0: nigga. Don't disrespect the numbers up. Don't disrespect. Don't disrespect Chopper in the band, nigga. Don't disrespect because you know Fred will throw them hands, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Don't disrespect, but day twenty six. Had some shit on that album, and they bring it back to making another band. To
1: Brian Michael Cox,
0: and they bring it Brian back Michael to making it of the band. Yeah, my, Brian Michael Cox did a lot of those records. Yeah, making it of the band was that shit, and they bringing it back. So that's gonna be interesting. So that's the consensus. Hmm. It was Bad Boy, Bad Boy. <laughs> Except when that nigga started going play. with. When you had the you white boy. Uh... Right?
1: <laughs> go ahead, nigga, just sing it. Fuck it. Fucking more we know. No, I, was right <laughs> I was done. I was done. All right, <laughs> go ahead. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Puff had a little misstep there. You know what I'm saying? That, that second wave of bad boy artists, Mark Curry. Sherry <laughs> Dennis was dope, but we'll forget about that yeah, I, fuck
0: Sherry I fuck with Sherry Dennis we're going to get back into That's Puff it. in just a second pause, um,
1: pause.
0: <laughs> but there's a consensus the there with Bad Boy so next we yeah, I want to yeah. mix it up just a little bit and I don't I don't know if y'all track these shows Snowfall or The Wire Who You with?
2: Yeah, I, can't, I can't participate. I'm sorry. Yeah. The wire taking the wire. We got more seasons. You know, we've finished it. We we got everything. I don't know what's gonna happen with Snowfall. Snowfall got commercials and shit. Doing
0: with the wire. Snowfall is on the ass though. I mean, at least yeah. before John Snowfall's Singleton good. Snowfall's good, but they can't fuck with the wire. It's close. But it's good. I'm going to have... Ah, it's tough. Because I've been telling people Snowfall is coming for The Wire for the all-time. <sighs> we got to keep it with The Wire because to me, the season for The Wire with the school district in Baltimore is the greatest presentation of television I've ever seen. What so, season was with that? With the, with the kids in the school district. Season four. Yeah, I know what season was. It was season four. Season four. I mean, it's 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 phenomenal. The way they transitioned to that, and season three was good because that's probably the most action filled season. And season five was trash. I mean, it was still yeah. better than it was still better than a lot of other shit. But you know the premise of it with the news. Media, I guess I get it, but it didn't execute as well. But season four of The Wire is the greatest display of writing and producing of television ever. The way they show how a kid can be molded and shaped based on their environment is phenomenal. It... it, it, (sighs) If you haven't watched season four of The Wire, honestly, you don't really need to see the other seasons because they don't like really connect as much. Some of the characters do, like Bodie and Marlo, but Marlo didn't get introduced till season three, so there's not a ton that you have to connect to, but season four of The Wire and the way that they show how a kid like Michael... Was probably one of the more carefree kids That was a part of that group And based on The transactions and things that happened in his life And it changed him That you see the change Throughout the course of the season And then somebody like Naaman Who presented himself as a tough guy From day one But then he got exposed Just showing how that shit can change a kid based on their environment, based on the lack of resources. It 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 was phenomenal. So I gotta go with the wire. As much as I love Snowfall, even though the end of Snowfall this last season, we were disappointed in. But it's coming. But I'm going with the wire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's good.
2: Really, really good show. But
0: definitely gotta go with the wire. And Ron, you haven't seen anything. You're still watching. <laughs> <laughs> You're still watching Bill, not a science guy. What's going on? Uh,
1: yeah, man. I'm sorry, man. I've, I've I've always caught bits and pieces of the wire. Uh, never sat down and watched it all. Snowfall. Never seen it. So maybe I'll start at Snowfall and work backwards. You know what I'm saying? And 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 get to the wire, man. Yeah, sounds great. You yeah, ain't yeah, shit else far.
0: to You watching Joe Exotica? Nigga, watch the fucking wire. <laughs> <Brother> <laughs> <snowfall>. <laughs> I'll put them on my list. I think of watching Joe Exotic and shit? He wants fucking The Wire. <laughs> All right.
1: <laughs> Six <laughs> episodes <laughs> of that bullshit. <movie> <laughs> well, it was eight episodes. and new one came out the other day, but who's counting? Did it? Yeah. They talk to the people in quarantine. Not as great as season four of The Wire, but still entertaining.
0: Yeah, definitely not, nigga. Without a doubt. Next one. You this watch, is a good one. You talk
2: one. to Joe Exotica in quarantine. You watch that shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what else were I gonna watch? A horse on the NBA horse? No. <laughs> <laughs> shit.
0: I honestly don't. I'm not watching Joe Exotic no more. Fuck him. But change his own. But if you haven't watched the uh, watch the pharmacist on Netflix, that was really yeah, good too. Yeah, I watched too. that already too. That really yeah, I watched too. that
1: too. The lady was cracked out of her mind, fulfilled <laughs> out of her mind, looked terrible. terrible. I don't even understand how she. Yeah that that is a that is a say no to drugs commercial. You know what I'm saying? Like. She looked and a fucking doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Say no to drugs, kids.
0: But next one. Jackson 5. We're getting back to the music. Jackson 5 or New Edition? Who you oh. with?
1: <laughs> uh, Yo, Toots, can you go first? I want
3: to hear this. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> right. yeah, I good No.
0: No. 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 <laughs> I present the question. I go last. <laughs> Who you with?
1: Oh, my. All right. Well, yo, Jay, let's do this fast. I want to hear him. Yo, I fuck with new Edition. yo. Go ahead, Jay. I'm going to go wow. with Jackson 5. I'm going to go with Jackson All right. Five. All right. There we go. Yo, Tush, you up.
0: Nigga, without Jackson 5, there wouldn't be a new And We're talking about Michael Jackson. We're going with the Jackson 5. (laughs) Bobby versus Michael.
3: Nigga, please.
2: (laughs) No, 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 this, this is it. No, 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 it's a Bobby at 20.
3: Versus
0: Michael at eight. Well, I was saying, Don't be at cruel. <laughs> don't be. <laughs> don't be cruel. No,
3: he's not talking about. I'm, I'm going to keep it real.
0: I'm, I'm going to keep it real. About don't be cruel. Outsold bad, which came out the same year.
2: So Bobby's over Michael.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Cut it out. Oh, no. The king of rap. Oh shit.
2: Yeah, yeah, I gotta post that on the page. <laughs> yeah, rocks and blunts. Show,
0: <laughs> king of RB. <laughs> <laughs> rocks and blunts? Rips and barbecue <laughs> <laughs> Bobby couldn't hold my jock strap. <laughs> yeah, fuck with Bobby, but stop. Michael had longevity. <laughs> Bobby had a moment. And I would love Bobby. But he had a moment. Michael is the greatest entertainer of all time. So, so now,
1: who's, so, go yeah. ahead, we're listening. No,
0: he had two two Jackson Fives and one new edition. Do you want to try to defend that? What are you basing that on? <laughs> well,
1: I'm basing it on, I don't know who you are right now, B. That's what I'm basing it on, nigga. I don't known you for over
0: thirty years. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody knows I'm a huge new edition fan. That's, not, that's a fact. That's a fact. But what we're talking about is if there was no Jackson 5, there would be no new edition.
1: Well, nigga, again, I've known you for over 30 years, and anybody that knows you knows that that is not the answer that they thought they were going to get. I didn't know. I didn't, there was no seven-year-old I knew. That could sing. Can you stay in the rain and shit? And I'm like, how this nigga knows this shit? <laughs> Shout out to Miss Marlene. Wow! Right. Come
0: yo. on, D yo, we go back, yo, yo, DJ. That's a fact. That's a fact. Because Come on. if anybody knows Miss Marlene, they know that that is DJ Ace, aka Artie Dobson's sister-in-law. And Miss Marlene used to babysit all of us back in the day. This is how far this mm-hmm. shit goes back. And Miss Marlene was the biggest new edition fan before me. Now I'm like fucking, fucking four years old and shit. And Miss Marlene is just bumping new edition in my face every day. <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> That's how I became a huge New Edition fan. I couldn't do nothing about it. It's a fact. But I knew you
2: was going to take the Jackson 5.
0: Well, you can have to, man. You have to. His name is Tito. You no, that, that's Trinidad, nigga. That's boxing, nigga. They got shit to do with the nigga, Jackson. It ain't, no to, it ain't no
2: way. ain't
1: no way. you think about Tito Jackson. we hey, got, no cool. you got, got nothing to do kid with Tito team.
0: Jackson, nigga.
1: Yo, Toos walked right into that and didn't even know that you were setting
0: him up for the jack You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Damn. We're going, so we got two Jackson way. fives. <laughs> And a new edition, and it's not me. Shout out mm. to Miss Marlene. Hope you're doing okay. Word. Stay safe.
2: You just yeah. picked the Jackson Five, and then you was like, ain't got shit to do with no fucking Tito. You just hit it <laughs> on Tito. <laughs> like, you can't pick the Jackson 5 just because of Michael. It's got to be the whole group. Nigga,
0: it's you about the records. Jermaine. It's about the records. Nigga, them niggas had fucking hits. All I do is think of you. People think of the Troop. Jackson 5 did it first.
2: But they got more hits than New Edition?
0: Did the Jackson 5 have more hits than New Edition? I'd have to say yes. They do? Yeah, I'd have to say yes. That's what it comes down to.
2: Mm-hmm. I don't know. If you had to pay a hundred dollars to go to a concert, which one are you gonna to go to?
0: Come on, you t- and Michael is involved.
2: No, only the Jackson Five is. Yeah, Jackson Five that's is-
0: The Jackson Five as it is today.
3: <laughs>
0: no. <laughs> Unless you're gonna put Janet in there for Michael's parts, then I might no, go see I'm that. No, I'm
2: saying. No, I'm saying the Jackson 5 20 years ago new edition
0: 20 years ago. the Jackson 5 20, year, 20 years ago in 2000 we saw that when Michael did that <laughs> shit with sync and all that shit I, I, I didn't really want to see that um, if you're talking about Jackson 5 in 1976 then I I'm there over you know new edition in 88
2: alright we can keep it moving I don't want to see yeah it would have been crazy
0: because New no Edition was killing it. They was killing it. I, I mean, trust me. If you ask me about New Edition, I'm. Everybody knows. I got into a whole beef about New Edition. Jason, you were there <laughs> with fucking John Cutting and Walt over New Edition and shit. It, it, it ended oh, our friendship. Of that, I
1: saw Walt. You saw I Walt? saw Walt the other day. Shout out to shit. Walt. Yeah. That's
0: my nigga, man. For real. Burn. 20 years later, 10, 15 years later, that's still my nigga. Walt reached out to me during Christmas, not too long ago. So, for real, that's my man. But, um, next one. Jodeci or 112? Who you with?
2: <sighs> Jodeci, man, that's not even hard. Pulse. Hmm. Jodeci, man, Let's- Keep that moving. Y'all know y'all picking the
0: Fuck out of me. If we're talking hits, if we're talking about hits, 112 was together longer. Now, if we're talking impact, yeah, it's, it's Jodeci. Oh. Jodeci. But Who if we're that? talking about, it depends on how you're looking at this, hits or impact, 112 got more hits than Jodeci. But Jodeci is fucking Jodeci.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, that's hard, man. Cause you know when I first started, you know, running around, one of cupid was the one that did it every time. That one worked every time. You know what I'm saying? Not even just cupid. Um, the,
0: the, you can come see me with Mister Cheeks. Whew. Yeah, that's a hard record.
1: Yeah. Um. But I'm gonna say, damn. That's hard man. Pause. I'm going to say Pause. I'm going to say Jodeci. Yeah, fuck that. I'm going to say josie Diary of a Mad Band, I remember that album and as soon as phenomenal as soon as like as soon as like freaking you stopped on one side of the tape and you flipped it over it would be right on like uh love you for life or whatever some shit, you know what I'm saying? However that shit worked. So yeah, I'm going with I'm going with with, with uh I'm going with josie. I'm going with Jodice. Fuck it. But 112
0: is the shit too there. It's close and I debated would the better comparison be Drew Hill versus C. But I feel like Drew Hill was kind of short-lived. Yeah, uh,
2: yeah. Drew Hill and versus 112, maybe.
0: Drew Hill versus 112. All right. Well, let's let's change yo, it. Yo, let's change it. Drew Hill or on 112. Just, who
1: who would you give? I was it thinking to? about that this week, right? So and I was thinking about it earlier in our conversation. What about and because you brought it up, what about Guy versus Jodeci? Where does Guy stand? Did
0: Guy Does Guy get the... the you're getting, the, you're getting you know, you're the ahead of it, nigga. Deserve? You're getting ahead of it. We're about to That's get it. That's how into... you know that we can do it. Go ahead, nigga. Go ahead, getting, nigga. You're getting go ahead, go ahead of it. Nigga. Nigga. That's Make next. your money. <laughs> That's next. Go for it. Let's focus on 112 Andrew Hill. Let's change it. Who oh, you with? Jodicea is, the, is in the holy grail. Jodice in the holy grail. 112 yeah. with Drew Hill. You're going with 112.
2: Simple. That's easy. I'm gonna go with Drew Hill. Mm. Oh I think that 112 just really ate off of the whole bad boy with
1: it. Really? Hmm.
3: Yeah, it's make a super buggy. Hmm.
0: I would I would have to probably go Drew Hill as well. It would, what? Yeah, I probably have to go Drew Hill as well because One Hell had, uh, One Twelve had a lot more up tempo, like dance hits, like Pizzas and Cream and shit like that. But we're talking about straight R and B, and we're talking about Beauty is her name. We're talking about um, sleeping, in, sleeping in, my bed. in my bed. and We're talking about yeah, but
1: you. But we're talking about like they had like they had like, <clears throat> in all honesty. You couldn't play a full a set of Drew Hill songs and be there for more than I don't think you could be there for more than than uh, forty five minutes. One twelve, you could go all day, and not even to mention if we going if we talking about that kind nigga, of music. Forty five minutes jacket, is a
0: long time, nigga. What, why I need to be there more than that? What the fuck what are you well, talking jagged
1: about? Edge, Jack, if we well, if we going to throw some. Oh jagged well, stuff, if, if we you say
0: jagged yeah. edge, if you're talking jagged edge, I'm taking jagged edge over one twelve. Andrew Hill, keep it fun. Me too. Still
2: taking Drew Hill over uh, Jagged Edge too.
1: So. Nigga, what's up with you? What's
0: up? Really? Can I get married? Promise and the Promise Remix? Walked out of heaven? I don't yeah, know. They got some man. shit too. They, they, all they got, got some shit. shit.
2: The only the only group you compare to Jodeci is Boys and Men. Do boys and well, we're jokes. not
0: talking about jealousy no more. They're in a different class. They're in a different class. But boys to men, it's tough because I don't even groups, know if that goes together. Yeah, I a agree. lot of these groups didn't last long, and I don't know if it, it would go together because they had the same tempo typically with their hits. But as nah, far but as style a goes, it's a different. It's style. Style. Right? It's a yeah. Different, yeah. it's well, Let's not go. Let's not go there. Let's focus on. 112, uh, Drew Hill, and Jagged Edge.
1: Yo, Jagged I'm edge. taking Jagged Edge. I'm taking Jagged Edge, nigga. Straight up. Yeah. Yeah. I remember
2: they got, a, they got a star. They got the best front man. And then they got a nigga. Go Wonder
1: and doing beef and shit. Drew that Hill That is true If you start breaking it down like that Yeah, Nokio. We just talking about if the group If you break bro. it down like that Yeah, yeah Yeah, yeah You That's can't. Be than than them,
0: but,
2: but I'm just saying They got the best
1: star They got the They got the damn shit I agree I
0: agree So That's Jason You're taking producer. Jason, you're taking Drew Hill without a doubt That's what you're going with
2: well, 112 and...
0: Marvin Gaye or Drew Hill <laughs> No, no We just focus <laughs> on Drew <group. laughs> Jason, you got you got Drew Hill. <laughs> Over
1: one twelve jagged yeah. edge,
0: Okay, Ron, who you got?
1: Oh shit. Oh nigga, jagged edge, man. J E. Okay.
0: <clears throat> I'm going with J E too, man. I don't think they get the love that they probably should get today. Mm-hmm. But if we're talking mm-hmm. about at the time and the, the, the music that was coming out and the hits, jagged edge. Jagged edge, man. <laughs> real and this leads to what's next we're on the R&B tip the IG shit has been happening with the battles which we've appreciated and we got the big one coming up this weekend Teddy Riley or Babyface who you wit
1: damn nigga that's heavy that's heavy That's heavy. But here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say Teddy Riley solely because that new Jack swing, even when you hear it right now, you have to turn your music up and you want to do the lock. New Jack swing. Mm.
2: So I thought I was going to go Teddy Riley, but then I remember that he likes to pull out that fucking, um, uh, Shit, the voice, shit. the shit, with in his ear? He, he likes to talking do about the Roger
0: people. Troutman shit.
2: Yeah, he likes to do that. Doing if he does that doing the performances,
0: don't, he's. In, I don't, <laughs> nigga, we can't, <laughs> yeah. we not, we can't predict that. I'm talking about the hits. I'm talking about the music. <laughs> no, I'm
2: talking about. Cause, no, I think that the presentation of these IG lives is part of it. Like, the but way we can't, they play we they can't they predict
0: music. if he's going to do that or not. Yeah, nigga, we talking about history. What's the record? I don't know, man.
2: I just think he's going to use that shit. But I like, I like Teddy. He just gets corny, though. He gets super corny with that
0: shit. He might, know. he might get corny with some of that shit. I get what you're saying, but I've already proved it. I've already battled Teddy versus Babyface. <laughs> I need
3: that too.
0: I've already battled it. Me and Joel Moorfield had a battle on our Instagram. I had Teddy, he had babyface, because he kept talking about babyface, babyface, babyface. I said, nigga, I'm going to give you a week to, to change your mind. It's Teddy. And he didn't want to change his mind. I said, okay, well, how about me and you battle? And Joel, I know you're listening. He's one of our, he's one of our, 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 our consistent listeners. Joel Morfield, I know you're listening. I showed you the way, nigga. Me and Joel went back and forth on Instagram. We would send snippets. We battled. C.G. Carr who is a 609 legend was the judge. It just happened today. (laughs) And I proved that Teddy is that nigga. We're going with Teddy Riley. Ron to your point Babyface hits are fucking mainstream and and kind of boring. Let's keep it real. Well, that wasn't my point. I didn't make that point at all. But uh, <laughs> this
1: nigga just attributed a whole point to me that I did not say. <laughs> I didn't even use Babyface's name, let alone making a point.
0: Well, oh, nigga, like, I'm, I'm making the talking. point for you because That's if we're saying. talking about the records, I don't know who said it. Maybe, Jason, you said it. If we're talking... You know, Ron, you said it. If we're talking about the groove of the record, nigga, we don't want to hear Love Should Have Brought You Home Last Night, today. Don't know why I want to hear that shit. It was not cool to 92. Well, but if I'm at the cookout you know, or if I'm with my lady, yeah. we're going to fucking play Let's Chill. I like. We're going to play I Like. We're going to play... You can have a piece of my love. We're gonna play the Keith Sweat, the Qu- the Keith Sweat records. <laughs> slow down, there, partner. I had to slow down. We're gonna play the Keith Sweat records. Let's make it last. If the sun goes down and I'm still on the grill and we're fucking still playing music, those records are still gonna come on. We're not playing. Some of the babyface. And I love babyface. But a lot Mm -hmm. of his records were mainstream and washed down to appeal to a broad base. Teddy resonates with us. And I proved that already. Teddy, if you need me to fucking join you on fucking Saturday, I can join you and show you how to win the battle. I just want it for you. Locally. It's Teddy Riley. What do you say? Did you not record the battle? Who, me and Joe? Yeah. No, we were just sending stuff to each other via um, Instagram DMs. So it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's me, Joe, and CG have a, a, a Instagram chat that we 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 tune into daily, and we would just send those snippets via Instagram. <laughs> over the past two days. People don't understand. Teddy Riley did Do You Remember the Time? People understand Teddy Riley did Keith Sweat's first two albums. People don't understand Teddy Riley did It Takes Two to Make Bobby a Thing Brown. Go Right. Cool mod D shit. Heavy D shit. Way more versatile. Not to mention the guy in the Blackstreet shit. It's Teddy Riley, yeah. man. And when we're talking about a groove, even the slow shit, we can groove to. The baby face yeah. shit is kind of slow, and I don't know how it's going to play in the battle atmosphere. And Jason, that's what me and you spoke about. It's Teddy, man. I got Teddy. Ron, you had, who Who do y'all got? I don't, I don't remember. I don't think, Jason, nigga, you had Teddy. Teddy.
1: ready with the Everybody.
0: one, two, checkers? <laughs> shit, nigga. <laughs>
1: you kidding me? In fifth grade, nigga, if Rex is in effect with them, the Rex I'm
0: the Rex. What?
1: So on, is man, a, is it's unanimous here.
0: It's unanimous mm-hmm. that oh, yeah. it's Teddy. Hell
1: yeah! Only time niggas want to listen to baby's faces when we're in the fetal position at the shower
0: because <laughs> she's got- <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah we know nigga. Nah. <laughs> Fuck that nigga Turn that Teddy on nigga You know what I'm saying I'm about to call her back And tell her let's chill it's, it's,
0: a, it's a different groove And it's gonna be interesting How it plays out Teddy might play the wrong records And it's interesting Because a lot of these battles People just At which Just focusing on the battles Like Timbaland And, and Swiss Beats battle That was the first one They initiated the shit if you actually watch the battle, Swiss Beast won from, from the battle aspect. In my opinion, mm. is Timbaland a better producer? Absolutely. Mm. But he didn't approach the shit right. And now no, that's t- what I
2: was saying about Teddy. That's why I was like, yo, Teddy could fuck it up for himself. He's
0: he so could. Serious. He could, but I know he can win it. Nah,
2: no, for sure. He should have been in that
3: fix.
0: But now the big one is shit. JD versus Puff. JD is clamoring oh. for Puff, and Puff is backing oh, out. Yeah. And if anybody knows the real shit about the music industry, Puff Daddy has never they touched a other. beat. Yeah, I wouldn't say they hate each other, but Puff Daddy has never touched a, a fucking beat right. board, a production instrument in his life. Mm-hmm. Puff Daddy is a great executive producer. Hands
1: off producer, he's a, exactly. Yeah,
0: he's a great executive producer, but if you put Puff in the studio by himself, he's going to come out with nothing. You put JD in the studio by himself, he can come out with hits. And Puff is running <laughs> from the shit. Shout out to Jagged Edge. Because that's under JD's umbrella. If you put Puff Daddy in the studio by himself, he, he, and he tries to hide it today because he puts his name on all this shit he actually didn't work on but he had an ear he was able to direct and there is a talent in that but I think he knows if he does the beat battle Stevie J's coming out of the woodworks mm. D-Dot's coming out of the woodworks, Chucky Thompson's coming out of the woodworks, Mario Winans Brian is coming Michael out of the Cox. woodworks <laughs> All yeah. the guys who actually did the work would be like, "Nigga, please, mm-hmm. this is my shit." Mm-hmm. So he's trying to stay away from it.
2: Hey, I'm gonna think a- they would so- do a beat battle, though. I think they would do more like a producer battle. Like, so but, like even,
0: a- pro- but Jason, even producer, a producer yeah. either makes think? the record or writes it? the record. Puff doesn't do any of that. He has a I'm team saying, of people yeah, that does it for yeah, him. Well,
2: I I think that whatever they did, they would they would probably like make an understanding. He's a record I'm responsible for whatever fashion. He's a record you're responsible for. So before. it's just
0: straight catalog. Not about production. Yeah,
2: just straight yeah, catalog.
0: On that level, yeah. And, and, and maybe they'll do it that way because they, we're talking about we're talking about Mariah Carey versus Mary J records. We're talking about oh. Usher, the Last mm-hmm. Diamond album versus mm-hmm. you know whatever Puff is bringing to the table. So I mean, it, it could be interesting.
1: Yeah, I mean, just I mean, just listening to those, it would just be crazy to hear how they build off of each other's record. Because there's no doubt that the records that you've been involved with are. You know, some of the, not some of are uh, they have the fucking you know some of the hottest records of the last fucking thirty years. So, I mean, that should be nuts. So I was listening to uh, uh, B sent me the um, John Tay Austin and Neo shit.
0: And John Tay Austin won that battle. If if By most mo, most exactly most people would say Neo won because he's Neo. And that's oh. what I like about the battles is when it's about the producers and the writers because they can surprise you and you yeah. don't know when nigga like, did oh, some shit whoo shantay Austin is that yeah. nigga he
1: that's what i'm saying that nigga had me listening to fucking uh uh, uh genuine fucking i can't remember what it was. it was i don't know if it was differences or the other shit on stingy Nigga, stingy. That shit comes on.
0: Nigga, yo, Jason. Yeah, we gotta talk about this real quick. You remember when we was in Atlanta for the um FAMU was it the um Atlanta Classic? You Mm -hmm. remember that? Mm -hmm. And we was at that strip club in Atlanta. Yeah. And a certain somebody that we both know told me that they had to hook up. And. Stingy played for about an hour straight. And this bitch was dancing in front of me for about an hour straight. And then she tried to ask me for $300. Stingy just kept kept playing in my mind. Maybe it came on twice. But I just remember Stingy coming on and she was bad. Puerto Rican. Phenomenal. We in Atlanta. I'm thinking like this is the best time of my life. And then she told a good, me... You,
2: a good
0: you know, it's weird in Atlanta. It ain't no Night On Broad. <laughs> we from Philadelphia area. Night On Broad is a different type of dance than what they was doing up in in this... What was that spot called? The Tootsies? Was it called Tootsies? What was that shit called? Uh, goosebumps. Goosebumps. We was in the Goosebumps. There's no touching and all this crazy shit. So whatever dance they were doing there, I'm thinking... I'm fucking got the alley you, and it's all good. <laughs> when, when twelve songs later, she asking me for three, four hundred dollars. I said, "Yo, I got thirty dollars my pocket." I'm in college at the time. <laughs> Mind you, I'm in college. I got thirty dollars my pocket. Oh, you can take, you, wrong, you can take you this. You can take this. Leave it me, a... huh? I thought you gave her the three hundred. Nigga, I had $30 in my pocket. (laughs) And I told her, you can take this and leave me alone. Or uh, what else you want to (laughs) do? Like, I mean, are we going to fucking rumble in this motherfucker or what? I got $30 in my pocket. (laughs) But I distinctly remember Stingy being played. And I was set up. Cause she tells me, "Oh, such and says such told me you was a baller and you had it." Like, well, I don't, I don't know where they got that information from, or you're lying. Cause I'm fucking in college, bitch, and I ain't got, I ain't got thirty thousand in my fucking pocket. We saw Jalen Rose outside of that shit before we went in there. I don't remember that. But um, good time, <laughs> good time. <laughs> you can take this thirty dollars. I gave a thirty and happened, kept it happened. pushing. I gave a 30 and kept the bush. I thought that bitch was trying to get it popping. I'm like, damn, this bitch has been with me for about an hour and a half. <laughs> she, she is with it. She's fucking with me.
1: Oh, shit. That's funny. Good old days. Art has never imitated life so, so fast. Good old days. Jason, I don't know if
0: you remember, we went to some spot in the middle of nowhere with that peach cobbler. That shit was fucking all of that. I've been chasing that peach cobbler ever since. We went to some crazy place. Yeah, we got some peach cobbler. And this shit was all that. But anyway, I think it's a resounding... Teddy Riley wins the battle on fucking Saturday night, and what do we have on Sunday night?
1: Oh, oh, oh my God! But hold on, hold on, hold on,
0: hold on, on before we get there. Before we get there, I do want to have one more. Who you with? I sent y'all the clip of Nicole Ari Parker with that bullshit she pulled with the homie Boris live in front of everybody, looking like Mike Tyson in the Barbara Walters interview. Caught that nigga (laughs) off guard and shit. (laughs) So it, it brought me to fucking come up with this one here. What was the most cringe worthy moment Mike Tyson and Robin Givens with Barbara Walters or Whitney Houston and Bobby Brown what's her name, Diane? Yeah, Diane Sawyer. Sawyer. Who you went Most cringeworthy <laughs> moment. Whitney's. Whitney's was one
2: of the most cr- 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 cringeworthy. It was just that was, that was tough. You going with Whitney cr- and Bobby? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I mean, you knew, you know, the allegations were out there. They were talking about the drug. They confronted it. Her response was really defensive. And then, you know, Bobby was Bobby was always going to be Bobby. So, <laughs>
3: was
2: a bad look. It was like, damn, these
0: people—they are really doing
2: this. This is a serious.
0: So, yeah, it was witness. I'm, and I I'll let you go next round. I'm going with Mike and 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 Robin Givens because. Mike was just sitting there silent as fuck while Robin Givens is sitting there telling Barbara Walters and the whole world Mm -hmm. how Mike is abusive and she's scared of him and he has these tantrums. Mike is sitting there not knowing any of this shit is happening. (laughs) (laughs) That this shit is about to take place. Similar to the Boris Kojo and Nicole Ari Parker shit. She's talking about how she... Oh, I don't wanna be single. it was it was a it was a um Aisha Curry moment all over again is what yes. the, the Nicole Ari Parker did this week. Oh I don't I don't necessarily wanna be single again, but I do love bitch. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga could easily replace you in five seconds, most likely. He's been putting up with you for years and you talking about some shit around how you miss this and that from the dating phase. and That's not realistic. You're living in a fantasy world, Nicole Ari Parker. Boris is sitting there like just shaking his head. And it's like, yo, is this really what we doing right now? And that reminded me of the Mike Tyson and Robin Givens Robin moment, which Gino. was just, to me, that was crazy. Just the cringeworthiest moment of all. Mike is sitting there, and we got to give respect to Mike because we love Mike. And he could have lost his cool and just stormed out. And he just sat there and took it, shook his head, didn't say nothing. But we know that shit was eating his ass up inside.
1: (laughs) Here's a a story that I have with me and Jason. And shit, we actually got to witness. Some of Mike telling you know a uh, uh, part of that story. We had to go see Mike when he was doing his one man uh, mm. one man band, and the came to Philly. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So what I will say is yes, very cringeworthy. But thank you, Robin Givens, because without that, me and Jason would not have had a great night out that night. So <laughs> yeah, thank you, uh, thank you for that. I hate Robin Givens, and I hate her because of that. So I you're
0: Robin I, and that old man. Been- the Whitney shit Hell was bad, yeah. but it's almost like both of them it signed them. up and took part in that shit. Yeah. Mike is just sitting them. there like, what the fuck is going on I right now?
1: Mike looked like an eight-year-old kid, and they just let the dog out of the room. <laughs> they let the big dog out of the room, and you can't say nothing. He's like, what the fuck
0: is going on in like here? This bitch I mean, knows no. I can't react right now, so I'm not going to. <laughs> but when we get home... It, it's oh, much. boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not it's that we're condoning doesn't. that. Not that we're condoning what you might insinuate from the, my reaction there, but but
1: no. in the 80s we're just telling you what happened
0: just think if, if if Ike Turner was on that couch with Nicole Ari Parker in 1976
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying he would have slapped the rest of the hair off the top of
0: that head <laughs> She's looking like Stevie Wonder right now, right? She got the receding hairline. What the fuck is going on with Nicole <laughs> Ari Parker? Yeah, she looks like
1: she's going through something, man. She looks like she doesn't
0: want hair. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> this nigga Jason has God got some political her. he's got some political shit going on because he's solid as hell. But you're taking yeah. Yeah. you're taking Whitney and Bobby over Michael.
3: Tyson yeah
0: yeah I know Michael uh, Tyson, Michael Tyson, <laughs> Mike Tyson, uh, and Robin Gibbons. You're taking that one over uh, this one.
2: Yeah, my thing with Mike was just like you know, Mike, you, you know she was kind of getting into with that one. Yeah, that's exactly. right You know what I mean? You already know. You know what I mean? And you ain't know she's gonna take it day on you, but. Hey, it is what it is. Whitney and Bobby, they didn't have no; they, they just lost control. They were high, and then too, <laughs> yeah. And then looking back on it, you know, in hindsight, so you know, Whitney being gone makes it even worse. So
0: that's probably well, yeah, we have to say, "Rest in peace" to Whitney Houston. Definitely a huge loss in the music world, the black community. So we don't want to overlook that. But from cringe worthy perspective, those are neck and neck. It was a neck and neck. But now we're going to get to Sunday night, baby. The last dance. The documentary that was moved up. It was supposed to happen in June or July. And now it's happening this Sunday. The chronicles of the Chicago Bulls dynasty. Michael Jordan and them. The greatest player of all time we're going to talk about that in a second. But I do want to talk about what are your expectations from this documentary. We got a great documentary from ESPN with OJ shit. It won a fucking Oscar. Is this going to stack up with something like that? Or do y'all think that Michael has had his hands in this shit too much where we're not going to get what we're really looking
2: for. I'll go real quick. I think that, um, I think it'll be good because of the tournament and I think they'll have a lot of like those candy shots. We've already seen a couple where Mike is like really, you know, getting into his teammates and, you know, showing their side They probably, you know, show his competitive side off the court with gambling and golf and those type of things. I think that's going to be good TV in itself. Actually see it. We've heard so much about it, and, and heard little stories and seen little clips, but I think they will get a nice dosage of that. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how much brand new stuff we're going to get, but I think that the timing, especially because if you compare Mike to athletes now, it's going to be a completely different uh, tone. You know, what I mean, I think that's going to catch a lot of people off guard. Um, not you know not the people who are familiar and have heard things or whatever, but I think. You know, that, that's going to be something to compare. You talk about the athletes nowadays. Um but I don't know how much new stuff we get. Because in the OJ shit,
0: we got his former manager flat out saying that he said he killed the bitch. Like, that <laughs> shit was a revelation. Like He was like, if she didn't come out with that knife, she'd still be here. I was like, oh, shit.
2: Right. Like, now, if they were to go, like, in detail about... We're not going to get that. In- and gambling debts, then that would be something else. And
0: that's what I want to see. I want to see. And, and before we go there, let's keep it real. Would this come out without Michael fucking signing off on every fucking thing? Not on ESPN. There's no way, right? Yeah, no, not on I ESPN. I think that Mike, well, he also has an ego. And I think that if they could...
2: They had some good information, and they could tell the story the right way. They could there's a chance they could convince them that, like, you know, this is what the people want to see. But mm. but I, I agree. I don't think he, you know, it's his father. You know what I mean? He's
1: not trying. To, yeah. Yeah, you can't convince. Oh, we didn't say that nothing about no father. About we gambling. just
0: we just talked about the gambling debts. Are you saying that you believe the gambling debts has something <laughs> to do with the, the murder of his no, father? Is that what you rumor. say? No, I'm saying no.
2: I'm saying that's a rumor that people want to discuss. I wonder if they're going to go into that about in the documentary. I have no fucking clue. But mm. if it's true, then I would like to hear more about it. But well, I could I, I don't see Mike uh, signing off on that. So I think you ran on that.
0: So y'all yeah. both agree that if there was any rhetoric around that, Michael would not have allowed this to come out.
1: Uh <clears throat> Yeah, I don't think so. Again, I don't the thing is though, I don't know how much Michael had um had to
0: do with it. I think you he know? had everything but to what, do with it, to be honest. Yeah. I personally well, just by, showing, just it, by him showing just by him
1: appearing in it, right? Wait, wait, wait. Had it to do with what?
0: With you know, this documentary, his I believe that he had to sign off on everything for Are you this. Are talking about
2: two different things? Yeah.
0: What do you mean um, we talk about two different but, things?
2: Well, you were saying that whether or not he had something to do with the documentary. I think he definitely had to um, sign off on a documentary. But I thought you were saying, like, did he have anything to do with the whole gambling bits and was that part of his thing or whatever.
0: Of course he has something to do with that. He did it. Well, he would would
2: definitely want to put that
0: in there. What I'm saying is I don't think that they're going to touch on that because he's not going to allow it. And if we're getting a true documentary, that stuff should be incorporated. But I don't think he's going to sign off on that because in order for us to be able to view this and ingest it, He's going to say that's off limits. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Now here's, here's, here's what I will say, um, just to, to your, your first question, um, about the documentary itself. I think that especially in this day and age, it is so difficult for anything to, for anything to be, um, I don't know if hidden is the right word, but for anything to not be in the public eye, that for us who grew up, you know, uh, idolizing Michael Jordan as a basketball player and to be able to see these behind the scenes things that in this day and age would just be, you know, pomp and circumstance like, you know, hey, all right, Jimmy Butler, he cut out his social last night. Like, all right, we, we know, you know, what I mean, and a video will come out about it in, in a week. For these things to be to have been held on to for for thirty almost thirty some odd years, and us just seeing it now, that already has the makings of a great documentary.
0: Ten parts. OJ shit was five parts. This is ten parts. And this that's the question how, last. now. How
1: are they? How are they breaking it up? Is it is it going to be every night? I believe or we, are get two, like-
0: we get two parts every weekend. From from what I gather. So it's going to be like a month long thing. It's going to start this weekend, this Sunday, and it goes into, I believe May around the same time. Mm. Mm. So, I mean, I I hope we get more than what we know. I think the behind the scenes stuff and we've seen things about Michael in practice, but we've kind of heard those things already. I want to learn a little bit more because I hate to, Reference of Lad TV But he's had that Michael Franzese Who was with the Mafia at the time And he also was then courted by the NBA To talk about gambling Because his crew was taking bets from athletes And he was brought in as a consultant To talk about Why athletes should stay away from gambling on sports and within that interview, he mentioned that Michael Jordan was told by the NBA he had to step away after the murder of his father. And oh, wow. that's the real reason why he went to baseball, because right. David Stern and the crew told him there's going to be a lot of questions. We do not want have to deal with that. We don't want any parts of this. You have to take a break. And that's the real reason, according to Michael Franzese, mafioso. He's recently on the Mike Tyson podcast, Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson. Been on Vlad TV, some other outlets. Why would he lie about that? Mm -hmm. He's saying that the NBA told him which he was connected to at the time, that Michael Jordan was told. That he needed to distance himself From the National Basketball Association And that's the real reason Why he went to baseball Hmm. And if that's all true That opens up a whole nother door Of what really happened With his father it's 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 well documented about his gambling activities and his competitive nature. Yeah. And I would love to as a as a spectator, of course, I hope none of that is true. But if you're going to give me a documentary based on real life, I hope you feed me some of that. But I don't think we're going to get it. But that's what I'm hoping to to learn and, and see. I don't think we're going to get that. But we'll see. But recently this week, we had Bill Lambeer on first take. They're stretching. We all know the Pistons of the 80s and the Bulls had their battles. They hate each other to this day. Michael Jordan... Mm-hmm. Is their LeBron James. And we spoke about it before. If you talk to the Celtics about LeBron James. They don't have no respect for his ass. At all. And if you talk to the Pistons of the 80s. They hate Michael Jordan. If you talk to Isaiah Thomas. He hates Scotty motherfucking Pippen. And I love every second of it. That's how it should be. But Bill Lambier, who was respected in that time, said that LeBron James is the greatest player of all time. Now, we can talk about this or we can agree to disagree. But in my opinion, that's clearly Bill Lambier continuing the rivalry and to get into the head and to disrupt Michael Jordan and the Bulls by saying some bullshit like that. Bill Laimbeer knows what it is. If LeBron James played in his era, he would have been Bernard King. Let's keep it funky. They would have broke his ass in five seconds. But because he hates Michael Jordan and the Bulls to this day, he's trying to fucking he's trying to fucking put out that rhetoric. What do y'all think? Do you agree with me on that? Or do you really think that there's some validity to what Bill and is are saying? Now when when Bill and Beer stated why he thought that LeBron was the best. He said he's 6'8, runs like a buck, can jump out of the gym. Well, you're not stating anything that has to do with skill. If I Michael Jordan was 6'8, 250, could jump out of the gym, which he already could do. All right, well, the nigga it, it clearly wouldn't even be in conversation. So what is Bill Lambeer saying? Jason, what you got?
2: I think uh, Bill Lambeer definitely is just, you know, still got that we going. But he's not going to give it up to George. And I respect that. You know what I mean? If he still
0: feels that way. He, but people need way to way. know that. That's on my own. I respect it, too. But people need to know the history. Of course he's not going to give it up to Jordan.
2: Right. Right. I mean, and, and that's the thing. Because like, most times they say, like, only the younger people would say LeBron is better. But then you see somebody older saying it, then you're like, oh, damn, maybe, maybe this could be Right. Right. But he got picks just like everybody else. So depending on who you are, I mean, I think it's it's almost, and it's, most people will say Michael Jordan. But you know, situation like that, he definitely. I mean, as
1: soon as I saw that, I just laughed at it. I'm like, damn, he ain't giving that shit up. Yeah, like this nigga's, this nigga's holding on to that one. Go ahead, I respect it. <laughs> right. Like,
0: I, I res <laughs> I respect that for sure. But the problem is, is the younger generation and the media would take that and run with it. Bill Beard knows for a fact that fucking LeBron James is not better than Michael Jordan. Because everything he mentioned was about physicality. Had nothing to do with skill. How can you be the best player ever when you're talking about a guy's measurements? <laughs> like, that's the shit that bothers me. But I love the fact that they still hate each other. I love the fact that Scottie Pippen and Isaiah, who were recently on First Take, can't be in the same room together. I love that shit. That's how it's supposed to be. But you got Kevin Garnett, and you got, I mean, Kevin Durant and, and LeBron probably be fucking bosom buddies in 10 years. And, and real quick, recently Kevin Durant came out saying that the local media played to, to, to Steph Curry and nigga what did you expect he was a champion before you got there what is going on with these new niggas Jason you're a coach and then we're going to end on this I just want you to maybe educate me and people like me that don't understand these new niggas is there anything you can provide one more time is there anything you can provide on these new niggas? Because they're seemingly very sensitive. <laughs> they want to be best friends. You're in the AAU circuit. I used to try to train my kids to not like niggas, but it was certain shit that I couldn't control because they all played together and went to school together and shit. What what is going on? Is there anything that we can do to stop this shit? Is this is what we have to deal with going forward?
2: I think it depends on the the people. You just so happen that like, LeBron is that type of guy, right? Like, he is just so happens you to be that Tuesday. type of guy. And <laughs>
3: <yeah,
2: laughs> he's he just that type of guy, and he is the face of the league and has been for a very long time. So, basically, you know, all these guys are under him. They're his young boys, so they kind of follow suit. Um, and that's just... Doesn't kind of coincide with you know with like what Michael Jordan did or what Kobe did, right? But because it's right. basically whoever the face is, whoever the head dog is, is going
1: that's you know where everybody else
2: rolls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. LeBron just happened to be that type of guy. I don't think it's fake or nothing. You know what I'm saying? I think that's just kind of how he is, and everybody else just kind of follows suit. But that don't mean everybody's like that. I don't think I don't think Klay Thompson is like that. You know, seem like he want to get along with everybody. He seemed like he didn't like the fact that the Kevin Durant came, really. But certain guys are still going to have that edge. They're still going to be like that. But when the faces, when you know, when the head of the league, the face of the league is that type of guy, and everybody kind of get that right.
0: And can you understand why I have a problem with that? And those like me.
2: But you had a problem with people being friendly on the court.
0: Yes. Yeah,
2: I mean, if you're used to one way and you think that that breeds, you know, a certain level of competitiveness, if that's what you believe and I can understand that. Um, I don't think that just because, I mean, we could be on the phone right now. If we play basketball tomorrow. Like, I'm still going. That, that's, I don't think that necessarily everybody who's Yeah, friends, nigga, you pushed me like, in the
0: sixth grade, nigga. I know how you get down. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
2: wide open layup I had a fast
0: break and you pushed me that's a fucking flaking foul today but you did it and I can respect that I can respect that we were better than y'all, I was better than you and you couldn't handle it and that's what happened speak <laughs> out shout out to Mrs. Sims my nigga
2: well, yeah, that's, that's LeBron, man. LeBron, he, he leading the way. Man, we not paying that no attention. Fuck out of here. I ain't paying that no attention. But LeBron, you know what I mean? He, he kind of lead that. Um, I understand why people don't like it, but it's not really as big of a deal to me. I think that, you know, like most of the players still real competitive, and they're not, they not all friendly.
0: I think it's changing. I think it's a shift. Um. You know, we spoke about D-Wade many a time. We're disappointed in ESPN for promoting him the way they are. Um, We spoke about Tommy Doss, a good friend of all of ours, who no longer supports D-Wade for the antics and the bullshit. Um, You know, it is what it is. Like, that class of, or that era of, of superstar, we're done with. And we're seeing a shift. And I hope that it continues. Uh, But we're going to wrap this thing up. We appreciate uh, Coach Harrigan always jumping on. Um, Hopefully the youth sports, there's a a window for everybody to be able to participate. But if it's not, then it's not. And we're going to say it again. For who, for what? Let's think about the lives that we can save By not doing shit that don't matter. And either they don't know, don't show, or don't care about what's going on in the huddle. Yeah. We'll see y'all next time.
2: Yes, sir. Peace. Peace.